the physical touch of another person. Yeah, yeah. Say, say at, that's the at, case. Yeah, say that's the case. Now, Matt? No, I'm good. Oh, no. come on, okay. dude. I am good. What if it's uh, what if it's Bret Hart? I don't want. Oh, God damn it! I gotta go to the other fucking thing. Hold on. I don't want Bret do? Hart's strokey foreskin all over my my well, man. The foreskin meat. didn't have a stroke. Come see, come saw. No, I'm, I'm assuming his his brain would be the only thing affected. No, maybe his motor I, skills. I, just, I don't. Uh. How about I don't want to? How about I don't want it? You okay? were the last two people on Earth. And by some divine intervention, it was necessary to continue the species that is the human. Would you do it? Or would you no. say, fuck all, the world is done? Well, at that point, you kind of have to. It's a responsibility. Yeah, and who else is going to know? Who's responsible? I mean, no, no, no. I didn't, I didn't ask for this. I don't want that. Yeah, but you, it, you, it's been thrust upon you. Yeah. You wouldn't take one for the entire team of the human race? Well, according to this scenario, there is no human race, right? Well, there would be if you will. committed to this act. I'm out. No, I'm good. Okay, let me let me ask you this then. What if somebody comes up to you and offers you $3 million? Like, to go to WCW? To go to WCW? Sure, to go to WCW. Yeah, if that's what we want to call frottaging with Bret Hart now, going to WCW. I, look, I love the Hitman. Love the Hitman. Don't. But want do to you do that love the Hitman? No, not no, enough to. I'm good. Not enough to ensure the continuation of the human race. Also, why do you think he would want to do that? I, I think it, absolutely. I think he's a responsible person. Yeah, I love I love the Hitman. But if you hear, it's he's all about himself here. If you listen to anything that's ever been said about the hitman, he's typically always concerned with his own getting himself over. So I don't know if he's going to be in on this. But he's getting himself over by preserving the human race. Yep, off and over. They'd build statues to you and Brett in your honor. Yes. Nobody wants a statue of me. You'd be back to back like the like the John Oong boys or the John Il boys in Korea, man. You'd be like standing like this. <laughs> you with your belly and him with his greasy hair. Leave my belly alone. This is real live on Instagram. I've been trying to figure this out. <laughs> my God, I hope it is. <laughs> doesn't, Folks, it doesn't look like it. If the human ace rends, uh, ends, rends, Jesus, what am I saying? Who's Don't friend? rely on that. No. It's over, folks. Cash Done. in your winnings. <laughs> Can't take it with you. Nope. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Hey, yeah. anytime. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> well, welcome back anyway. <laughs> hey, it's good to be back, gentlemen. It's great to be back. I don't know how I feel about you being back because now the human race is over thanks to you. Yeah. That, what? Come on, man. Oh, shit, I can't fix this. I guess we're not. Breaking things know. already. Look at this guy. I don't know. This is fair. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> First show of 2024. Of welcome one, welcome all. How do I get rid of this? Oh, there it is. It's going <laughs> Press the red button on top. It says end stream. <laughs> oh, this says we're live on Instagram, but I don't think we are. Oh, I, I got I a little check mark here. It looks like we are. Yeah, but it's not on actual Instagram. All right. Well, well what? then where are we? We are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You can actually comment on Twitter, and we will be able to see it now. That's the thing 
that uh, that apparently StreamYard and Twitter or X or whatever the fuck they're calling it, they fixed. Not bad. Yeah, how do you like that? I like. Were it. you giving tours of your studio on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a little reel on our thing. Wow, that's cool. It's a shame we're not live. <laughs> I guess I deserve that. No, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I came on here just to look for that. Wow, I didn't realize I followed this many people on Instagram. I didn't even realize I was on Instagram. Huh. Eric Freeds, we can see that, buddy. We can see your comment, big guy. Oh, I thought he was like exposing himself. Like, can you see <laughs> no, he's on the X. I was going to say, you look, look up real fast, Tony. <laughs> how was how, uh, how everyone's New Year's? Oh, you know. I, mean, I guess okay. I mean, this is the guy asking us how our New Year's was, but he was the first one telling me, what did you say to me yesterday? Jump off a cliff? If you are, no, I said, I hope you get hit by a bus. New Year, new me, I hope you get hit by a bus. I didn't yeah. say New Year, new me. I you said, said if you're one new of those years, people. If you're into that bullshit, you mutants. What does that mean, that bullshit? That we, don't, we can't celebrate New Year's? We lost Kevin. Hmm. Well, he just went away. Some would argue that he wasn't here to begin with. Yeah, he's, so. <laughs> he's under the he's under the weather. You're you're hungover. Oh yes, I am. Well, some people really get into New Year's. I don't. I was That's sorry. All, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean you have to be mean to us. Yeah, I need to look after you buried me for the last three weeks. Oh, <laughs> knock it off! No, 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 not Matt's bossy. Matt's not here. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Fuck Matt. Guess what? Matt's dead. Wait, wait. I never said fuck Matt. Did I say fuck Matt? I don't remember you saying that. can't even remember. Oh, you two fucking chuds. What? I I don't remember him ever saying fuck Matt. He might have said fuck fuck that hand job. Yeah, probably. Fuck Matt. Which we know you're not into anyway, so I wasn't even referencing you. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Probably talking about hand job Kyle. Mm. HJ, HJC. Now that guy's a fucking hand job. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tony, you don't particularly do anything on New Year's. I didn't do anything on New Year's. The outlier to my to my right. <laughs> right. To my right. That way. That way. That way. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. There. There you go. A little hung. A little hung today, huh, fella? Oh, oh, a little boy. hung. Yeah. A little hung over today, huh? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, maybe even little, more. You than... got a little, little teddy bear on your hat, buddy. It's a fucking brune. <laughs> Grr. It's a fucking brune. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I had a little, uh, little much to drink last night. Stayed up late, and those are two things that I generally oh. never do. So I'm, I'm feeling it today. All, All right. right. I like it. Yeah. Hey, we wound up playing um, Jackbox yesterday. Me and the wife, the kid. It's good times. Nice. KJG, it's how was your New Year's? Oh, sorry, Tony. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Handsome Kevin's got a look. I just wanted to explain him. It's it, it's Please like do. party games on the Xbox. Never heard of them? No, They're never good. heard of Jack. Never heard of Jackbox. When I mean, you said we played Jackbox and then introduced your family to the conversation, I got a little bit worried based off of the conversation that we were having earlier, but it no, sounds like it was just a wholesome game. It's Well, I wouldn't say it's necessarily wholesome, but it's like board games on your gaming system. As long know? as it wasn't wholesome. No, dude. <laughs> okay, all right. Good, good, Come on, good, 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 good. 
KJG. What up, diggity dog? You doing all right, brother? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How was your New Year's? Oh, good. Uneventful. Uneventful as shit. Perfect. <laughs> you sound disappointed. You sound angry. Oh, no. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Ah, oh, man. I'm good to go. Didn't do shit. I don't, I don't like yeah. these people. I don't like how people are picking, them, are picking on me already. Did Tree play too? She fucking. <laughs> That's Tony a great like a question. <laughs> Tony looks like a failed foot doctor. Fuck oh, off. Paul Peters. You got to give Paul, Paul Peters. Peters his flowers if you're going to pull up his comments. No, enough of giving people flowers. Can we knock that shit off? Yes. New New Year, oh, new flowers. Yeah, great. Good New Year, new flowers. Wonderful. Wipe your ass with you those flowers. How do you like them apples? You don't like flowers? Oh, I love flowers. It's a family business. But giving, giving people flowers? Where, where did this come from? Fuck off. What, um, so New Year... New Year, have new Matt. Have <clears throat> you shit your pants yet? No. Not yet, but I had to go before the show started or it might have been close. <laughs> My wife made about three pounds of chili yesterday in the big old crock pot, and it's been running through me like a fucking bullet train through through Tokyo. <laughs> wow. Yep. Wow. All right. Just like that, huh? Beef jerk. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. You fuck chili, beef jerky, really, really fucking digging the protein, huh, buddy? I need it, bro. Something's got to hold me together. All right, if you say so. I mean, Are you I don't gonna know fucking chew into the microphone all night. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> all right, just making sure. I know you you loved it when you used to get yelled at for chewing into the microphone back in the day. Like this? No, nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. All right, we got a great fucking show for you tonight. <laughs> do, do we ever? We got Kate the Great for Kate's Corner. She's joining us. Ortiz from AEW, longtime friend of the show. He's joining us. The first ever Wizzies. I know what you're thinking. What are the Wizzies? Because nobody fucking talked about them for the last three weeks. Well, we're going to find out tonight. <laughs> this is why we need what you here, Wizzies bro. What are. Is that why you need? Let me, first of all, let's, let, I just want to put something out there before this show oh, starts. Boy. You three. As a threesome, gold, oh, yeah. absolute fucking gold. The last three weeks uh, have been a pleasure for me to go back and listen to. Last week's show, top notch, the fucking finisher conversation into uh, the new gen version of Pile Driver, fucking awesome, awesome. And then the AEW disgruntled AEW fan talk, you guys are fucking crushing it. So I wanted to just put that out there. I know I told you guys in text the group text message, but. I want to uh, give you your props to start oh, off flowers. 2024. No Prop flowers. Tony hates the flowers. <laughs> Boo. Well, thank you very much. Man. He, he doesn't got smacked with a bouquet, my friend. The goon approves. <laughs> oh, look at that. The goon Why'd you open approves. it? Why would I open it? Oh, you got another one up on the wall, don't you? No, I got it for Christmas. Oh, look at that. That's awesome. I got a goon, and I got a mean Mark Calloway. <laughs> <laughs> now they, mean Mark's head's going to be in the way this whole fucking episode. <laughs> I just see the back of it. Yeah, <laughs> Looks good. that's the way I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this fucking show on the road. Episode 670 coming at you next. Don't fall over, goon. 
The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. You're watching the Shining Wizard. You're watching the Shining Wizard. Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back! Wizards are live! Coming to you! Episode 670, the first episode of 2024. Live on social media. Go with you wherever you go on all those podcasting and streaming platforms. I'm excited! We got all four Wizards in the house! Let's start off 2024 with some motherfucking wrestling talk! And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. And some Kevin. KJG. Fellas, this is going to be amazing tonight. I got a good feeling about tonight. Loaded. Yeah. Do you? you Kicking this 20, shit off your, right. Forgot to wear your fucking stupid 2024 glasses. <laughs> I didn't have any. I had 2022 oh. glasses. We didn't buy new ones. <laughs> 2022? <laughs> yeah. I, I, my wife brought them out last I said, where the fuck did you find these? <laughs> Yeah, we've been cleaning the house, so. Do you think the, uh, what are they, the Wolf the wolf Zaddies? What are they called? Team Wolf. Wolf Team? Something like that. You think Team Wolf had a good holiday season? Of course they did. You think they got some new dungarines? No, they, they probably got some new flip-flops. Maybe Crocs. Uh, Crocs are overrated. What is Team Wolf? The dudes that you just danced with. Oh, all right. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, we got Team Wolf. We got Team Bangladesh and Team Prisoners. We also have uh, Al Day and Duke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Al, uh, listen, I, I haven't gotten there yet, but from what I understand, the uh, the newest Tot Spot dropped this morning, and uh, Al, may put a, Al may have put a few <laughs> wizards on his lawn or told him to get off the lawn. <laughs> Wasn't me. Uh, I didn't get the, the 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 notification till way later in the afternoon, and I should have put one and one together and known somebody maybe had a little too much drinky drink last night. 
the fuck was that? What? what? Uh, Oh, because of the because of tots, the notification. Yeah, yeah. Usually yeah, I get that's, that. That's that's all L, L oh. L handles L L handles tots. Yeah. Well, but somebody think... did have too much drinky twink last night. I'm gonna think a giant <laughs> fucking runny shit on your chest. So I hope you enjoy it. That's not very nice. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We're, let's go to nice corner, Tony. Oh, okay. Please tell me something nice. <laughs> Uh, your hair looks great today. It doesn't doesn't look good totally. at all. I almost wore no, a hat, but then I decided not to. But be honest about it, Tony. No, good for you, man. I like it. Oh, thanks. I appreciate That's about that. it. What kind of shirt right. you wearing tonight, pal? We got a little Money Incorporated. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Ted DeBase and the Irwin. <laughs> DeBase. Uh. Hey, any of you guys see the Iron Claw movie yet? Not yet. No, actually. Yeah, me either, but I did hear good things about it. Al, Al went and saw it on, I think, Friday, he said, and he had nothing but good things to say about it. All right, yeah, so my list of things to do. It's, uh, it was also reported that because of the, the, the success it's already had, that they're in talks... Uh, on a Guerrero film now. Ah, uh, with the least popular Guerrero, Chavo. Yeah, We're talking the most two, worthless two one of the bunch. About wow. Eddie. Wow. The, Do you the think worthless. they get somebody else to play Chavo? No, come on. He's got to get his screen time. No, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Chavo like Chavo's, the, Chavo's the stunt coordinator, but he's not allowed to play himself. No, it's, it'd be like Good Kramer idea. wanting to play Kramer in the Seinfeld pilot. <laughs> Look at this. Asian Joe. Asian Joe wants to know if we have any resolutions or goals for the Shining Wizards for 2024. Ooh, that's a loaded question. Yeah. Is it? I either want to get really, really successful or I want to get us canceled. <laughs> Pretty good. Some lofty goals there, pal. There's no in between. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I know how we can achieve one of those. Just bring Brendan on consistently, and oh <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe this time he'll come on the show with his hood on. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Holy cow, dude! What he talk? I didn't say it. He did. Guy's not even here to defend himself. How dare you? <laughs> He's in the chat. He just said, just saying, everyone should sign up for Patreon. Today's show was top notch. Oh, there you go. Yeah, today we released the. Uh... The Shawn Michaels conversation, whether or not Shawn Michaels would play in 2023. A little something Matt and I recorded. Oh, yeah. The Patreon bonus content is flying in 2024. We got a lot of stuff in the in the in the holster, the can, the can, the holster. I don't know. In the can. Yes. In the can. Oh, yeah. Just like Kabasi, the way Matt likes it in the can. You know, I got it when we're done with this show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta eat. I gotta eat goose tonight. Oh, like Canadian goose. I saw that. It's not technically. It's Canada goose. Whatever. Same shit. Just letting you know what I'm learning every day. I'm not. But were they were they goose from the park? Because I'd love to have your wife no. come down to County Park over here and just take a couple out. <laughs> no, my wife is a very law abiding citizen, and when it comes to that type of thing, she went to a place where you specifically hunt geese as opposed to just going to like the grocery store and picking up dinner 
Yeah, like just sitting on the lawn and blasting a goose. <laughs> so tonight's tonight's a goose goose night. Good old goose blast. <laughs> sounds, like, little... sounds like something inappropriate. Yeah, we're just oh, yeah. sitting on the lawn blasting some geese. Oh, yeah. What'd you do last night, man? Little... Right? Oh, you know what <laughs> I was sitting on the porch, blasted a goose, <laughs> and then I fed the geese. <laughs> a little, uh... did, you, did you have to take it to dinner before you blasted it? You got to get nice and fat for when you blast it. Yeah. I actually Old told it to come up. Blast. I told it to come up to my hotel room. Did the goose didn't know I was by myself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I become, I become, I become it. Oh, oh, oh. Matt rubbed the, the goose fucking pate yeah. all over his titties. Nah, the fucking vanilla ice cream for the cruise. <laughs> oh, goose, the fucking goose pate, bro. Ugh. Does it Moved still it have its head? No, she. Um, all it's just the uh, goose breast, the breast. Everything else was, she did all that in the backyard. I went to sleep. Oh, Justin Anderson wants to know if you uh, had the goose sign an NDA. I don't want to talk about it. I never signed an NDA in my life, so. You don't even have if you haven't shot a goose from your porch, have you ever really lived? Wait, who's it's Alan not. Day? Yeah. <laughs> He's my island boy. <laughs> Sorry, Al. So you as, as long as you and Al don't end up kissing like the Island Boys, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> well, if we're the last, if we're responsible for repopulating the planet. <laughs> yeah, but if you're looking for fucking likes, like, that's a completely different animal. <laughs> you're true. fucking making out with your brother on Instagram. What's wrong with you, you fucking loser? <laughs> Jesus. Who the Please fuck is making f- out with their brother on Instagram? The fucking Island Boys, bro. Okay. Who are the Island Boys? The Island Boys. Are they the Wait, ones that are open? No, you guys don't know who those two fucking chodes are? No. No. So so you just call it Al, the Island Boy, and Tony, you're singing, you know the Island Boys. I know the Island Boys. You've never seen the Island Boys. Do a quick little Google of this and that. You'll find out who the Island Boys are. Yeah, I thought they were like, brothers, weren't they? Yeah, weren't and they, they were like making out on fucking Instagram with each other for Oh, that I didn't see. Goofy shit. I did not know. I was not aware that there was incest in the island, boy. <laughs> Make sure you put this close to the speaker on your phone so you start getting this stuff to show up in your social media feeds. <laughs> Ew, they are kissing. <laughs> Bro. No, dude. Yeah. Because we're the island boys. I make out with my brother. <laughs> You you started like an island song and ended on a country note with my brother. <laughs> Yo, Fly Soldier came out as gay. I didn't know that. Who the fuck is I don't Fly Soldier? What's a Fly Soldier? Fly Soldier's one of the island boys. Huh. Okay, but you still don't make good... out with your fucking brother, you weirdo. Well, you don't. <laughs> and you're not an island okay. boy. No offense, Al. I'm not from Alabama, though. <laughs> Well, just in case you were wondering, uh, Fly Soldier says he's a top, never a bottom. What am I learning today? <laughs> Jesus. You learn everything. These, This is how we start 2024 off. Oh, here you go. Island boys question. say their mom doesn't care. They make out on OnlyFans. Fucking learning a lot today. 
can, huh. we, can we bring Kate in, please? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Kate knows about the Island Boys. Who's bringing her in? I don't want to double oh, bring her in. I brought her in. Don't kick her out. There we go. I didn't stop. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Can we do this? I, yeah, we got. I love about this show is that I had the beginning of it on, and I was like, "Oh, HK's hungover, ha ha ha!" And then I walk away, it's like fix my hair and face and whatever, and come back on, and then I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting in the back, and it's like the Island Boys are making out <laughs> on social media. We switch. We switch quickly here. <laughs> Yeah, you also missed the whole conversation about goose blasting. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at the time. I got <laughs> it's, it's not what you think. Happy New <laughs> Year's, fellas. Happy New Year, Kate. How was your New Year's? Um, It was good. I'm exhausted, but I spent New Year's with my sister in the city, and we just went to Bolero Lanes, and we, like, bowled and played arcade games and hung out. It was really it was really, really fun, actually. Awesome. Um, and then I was obviously at the, the pay-per-view the night before. So I like was all over the tri-state. I went to a family party on the 30th, then to Long Island, then I parked in Secaucus overnight and back in the city and now home. So a whirlwind, but a really, really fun weekend for sure. Did you go right from the media scrum to bowling? Because that lasts about 12 hours. So I could have. I could have. I, I don't know why I even got a hotel. I could have just <laughs> gone right there. But yeah, I mean, we were, I think we were in the room. I think I checked in at about 2.45 in the morning or 2.30 in the morning. It was very, very, very long day. <laughs> uh, how was the, so I, th I think, you know, everybody knows AEW uh, World's End, right? End of World, what's it called? End of World? World's End. Yep. World's End was this past weekend, um, and I don't know if you've had a chance to go back and watch the show, Kate, but uh, from my couch, the uh, eight man with Jericho, very weird vibe came across my TV screen, uh, and obviously the news was, was broke earlier that morning uh, where Nick Houseman uh said you know he might be in the same ballpark as harvey weinstein um but on screen when jericho comes out it was a weird vibe like the the crowd was clearly not feeling it being live and sitting in the crowd uh did it come across that way so i'll say a couple of things the first is that from what i saw people saying in general that like the the live miking was really bad that it was like very quiet and nothing was coming across and it was very loud in the arena the whole night um it was a pretty much a sold out crowd so whatever miking situation was happening was happening the whole night um there was a pop for jericho's entrance and then this happened when rick flair debuted too like everybody was shocked or like popped for the entrance and then all of a sudden the energy just changed like there were nda chants going on during the match um he was getting booed as a face like a lot of this ricky starks flicked him off and he got a huge cheer for doing that um so the energy kind of flipped i think people just like instinctively popped for the judas entrance and then like that moment kind of sets in and being there live for the flair debut was very very similar and that people were like holy shit rick flair's here and then they were like oh <laughs> i just remembered rick flair bragged about sexual assault so um it was a, a really, really weird energy in there. Um, and the whole night was weird. I had like knots in my stomach the whole 
scrum because I knew what we were going to be getting into. And I, I feel like, um, I, I feel like it could have been handled a lot better by Nick Hausman to start. And I feel like rumors and allegations are different things. And that put everybody that was in that media scrum in a really, really, really weird position. And that makes things very tricky, especially when you're one of three women that were in the room. Um, very relieved and thankful for my male peers that were in there that did ask about that, that repeatedly asked about it. Um, but it's also hard when you don't know what you're asking about because no woman has actually come forward and said anything. Like a Kylie Ray heart emoji is not enough to ask a um, integrity question based off of, I think, which makes it tricky. So just a really uncomfortable situation all around that um, I think will probably continue until either more surfaces or it'll go away. We'll see. Knowing that this information was out there, do you think it was right to go and put Jericho out in in that match? That's a hard call because I think you almost like don't want to assign weight to somebody just saying something about rumors. I think if a woman had shared their experience about it, or if a woman had um, privately disclosed what had happened and there was an investigation, then you're talking something different. But for Nick Hausman to just go out there and say, Jericho rumors, Jericho rumors, and not really compare or base it in anything. I feel like as a wrestling company, you, you kind of can't assign that much weight to it. Um, so I don't I don't know if it was a good call or not. I'll I'll say I think it was a fucking stupid match to have on the card to begin with. So maybe they should have should have pulled it all together. But I don't I don't know what the right call is in that situation. Um, because I don't think you want to give rumors almost that much credit when they're not truly rooted in anything. And again, um there's all these leaps being made of that Nick Hausman was talking about Kylie. We don't know that. Um, her responding with a heart doesn't mean that's who he was referencing in the first place. There might be more women out there. Who knows, right? Like, you have no idea with any of these things. So I don't know what the right call in that situation is. I don't think it was the wrong call, um, but I don't know if it was the right call either. So was this, like, a really big story? Do you think, like... A majority of the people in that building knew about it because I didn't know about it till I read the notes for the podcast. I didn't know that he was accused. I, I heard the term NDA, but I still thought that was because of the the punk bucks Omega thing. Sure. Um, so, I'll tell you that I am not in the scoops game and I have heard eight different versions of what the rumors are. Okay. Um, I will say what I've heard is nothing forcible. Um, or anything that would qualify as like sexual assault, but yeah. it would qualify as like sexual misconduct. And there's no allegations by a specific individual, is there or no? Th that's my thing. Is there's no no woman has come about forward about her experience publicly, and there's no um, n public facing knowledge that allegations were made um, and investigated upon. Right. Um, so, so so nobody knows, which is is the tricky thing here. Like you can't investigate allegations that weren't made, right? Right. So it's it's um 
I think I don't have like a any personal problem with Nick Hausman. He gets a lot of shit from a lot of people that I think is unfair. But I do think this was a, a wildly irresponsible way to go about something. And I don't think it was a potential victim-centric way to go about something, right. which is what the what should be the focus of, of something like that. If you sincerely think somebody, one or more people, was sexual assaulted, you don't go on your own podcast and say, the Jericho rumors will come to light later, five days after... Um, Jericho's drunk tweeting on Twitter and we right. all know that it, you're a CM Punk as, guy, right? It's like you're to, using sexual misconduct as leverage in a situation that has nothing to do with sexual misconduct. Yeah, to use it as a, a chip in a fucking stupid ex exchange with Chris Jericho because you think he's he's lying. Whatever. It's fucking nonsense. The the reason the reason for it coming out is nonsensical. The fact that Nick Houseman took the steps to put it out hopefully he talked to whoever was put in that situation and he didn't just take it upon himself to spread that rumor i don't want to spend a whole kate's corner talking about this because this is some heavy shit here scott george says you did a great job at the media strum kate thank you i will say i had more fun with tony storm than anyone i've ever had at the media scrum her uh i got to ask her about People in AEW are obviously the big free agent. And she said, there's obviously a big free agent, a big uh, money match that's out there. And then she said, I'm going to fuck you up, Wendy Richter. So I (laughs) (laughs) appreciated her being playful with that. Not not to go back to the Jericho things. I don't want to talk about it too much. But Kate brought up a question. I just kind of want her to elaborate it. Did you want that match pulled altogether because of the Jericho thing? Or did you want it pulled because it was just no reason to have the match on the show at all? Oh, it was just dumb and shitty creative, but okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably a good idea to pull it otherwise, I guess. But like before anything came out about Jericho, I was like, this is a really uh, dumb match with no stakes in it. A, yeah, a weird, a weird, <laughs> a weird pivot from what yeah, they had exactly. originally planned. Yeah. In the in the AEW world of pay per views, this is towards the bottom. Uh, sure. I think we can all agree. Like this was not a great show. It was very. It, it had a lot of, and I don't mean this in a negative way because WWE has the rocket strapped to them, but this was a very WWE feel to it with the with the reveal of the devil because everybody it, they just let it go forever, and the fucking what what's it kill shot? What the fuck is Luchasaurus kill switch? Kill switch. Kill switch. <laughs> Uh, winning a fucking uh, terrible, terrible. If AEW does one thing in twenty twenty four, please stop with the fucking battle royals. It, the battle royal itself was dog shit, and then to have this like it was so right out of the WWE playbook like five years ago to have Edge win and then have Kill Kill Switch show up and just like Christian cash in. It was like, oh, you took the fucking air right out of me, man. I'll say this pay-per-view, there were a few things, right? The the devil angle got really screwed up by Adam Cole's injury, I think. Um, Swerve versus Dustin Rhodes got screwed by Keith Ugh. Lee not being able to go. That was such a bummer. Why would you um, let somebody smash somebody with a piece of concrete and then say he's okay to wrestle? <laughs> Why would you have a 10-minute match after he got smashed with concrete? What are we doing? 
You know well, what we need? More tournaments in 2024. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, the C2 has been my favorite thing that they did in a long time. But there's been a lot of injuries that threw things off course. Um, there were also things like I think they wanted to give Andrade a final match. But the the closing two matches of this were – I'm so bummed that the live mics, mics were irreflective of what the live experience was because um, – there were grown men crying about that Eddie Kingston win around me. And that match was like ugly and fun. And I thought it was delivered, but there were people that were like very, very much in the boat of Eddie Kingston's trajectory through this whole thing. And I'm like of the belief that predictable is good when it's good. Like I, I had no problem with Adam Cole being the devil reveal um, and the kingdom, especially after the ROH tag titles have been held hostage this long, like them losing it for, for MJF to lose, um, the tag titles and the world title and his best friend all within the course of a week, I think is an interesting character trajectory. Um, and I, I thought it was really good. And I'll tell you what, it was very fun live because even though people pretty much knew it, I think because... Adam Cole didn't have a devil mask and take it off and they kind of reversed it. It felt honest to God in there. Like when I go back and watch like eighties MSG junkyard dog stuff, like it was just like generic shock and awe noise, even though everybody knew it was coming still. Um, and I think the max passing out and then going into that was, was pretty well done. So like, I don't have a problem with the devil reveal. I think it was the right choice. Um, and I think what's cool about it is you got Adam Cole as a heel again. You got Adam Cole with a faction again. If Kyle O'Reilly is healthy enough to come back, there's a lot of interesting things you could do with the kingdom and a, a red dragon reunion. And I think MJF goes away for a while to heal up and, and do some stuff. But I think he also comes back heel. And I just appreciate an angle where both guys were faces and both guys emerge heel as the split. I, th I think that's pretty cool. So, do you think there's a chance that Bobby Fish actually comes back? Because you mentioned Red Dragon. Do you think there's a chance that that happens? They've said the door is open, but I could also just see it being like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly or or something along those lines. But um, I I do think I I'm a big KOR gal. Like I I love Kyle O'Reilly, so I'm really hoping he can come back, but. Bobby Fish left on kind of just like, not bad terms, like just just left. There were just he's an older dude. There wasn't a ton for him to do. Like there, there was no, never he, anything. He tried, to, he tried to convince them to, to go back to WWE, right? Isn't that the thing? He tried to convince Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole to leave. I think there was a lot of bullshit out there. Uh, if that was bullshit, then I, then fuck it, then bring yeah, him back. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. he did. Maybe or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he won't come back. But I think there's a lot you can do. With the kingdom plus Kyle O'Reilly, even even if Bobby Fish doesn't right. re-enter that picture, but definitely a weaker pay-per-view. But I will say, like the the back half of it picked up, and I know you didn't love the, I didn't love the death match booking at the end, but it was really loud in there for like Nick Wayne going through a table on fire and shit. Like people loved the actual death match. The look the the match right the first half of the of the show, in my opinion. Outside of the opening eight man with all the guys in the C two, was very just. It, it, it was not good, um, but once you got to that second half, like I thought, the Edge Christian match was fucking awesome. Just that that WWE swerve where 
Edge, Adam Copeland. I'm going to call him Edge forever, people. So just get over it. He has, his, yeah. <laughs> he has his moment. And then, like, Killswitch just shows up and, like, Christian takes, like, it's such a, just such a hokey WWE thing. It really just fucking irked me. I thought the Eddie Kingston, John Moxley match was the fucking best thing on the whole show because it was, it was a, it was AEW. It's, 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 that is, should be the identity of AEW the Eddie Kingston, John Moxley match. Like stop trying to be like the WWE and, and do these long convoluted fucking storylines that, that you just dread. It's, it goes back to, we talked about it at the beginning of the Mark order podcast. When we first started, like everything Jericho was involved with went way too fucking long with the factions. They, they take these stories and they just fucking drag them out forever to the point where it's like, just fucking pull the trigger already. That's the way I see it. I don't. I don't know what how you guys feel about it. No, I think um, you definitely have a good point, and it does always seem to be like Jericho faction stuff that goes super long. But at the same time, like to me, Adam Page and Kenny was like a year and a half long program, arguably since before the roots of AEW, and that's one of the best stories they've ever done, right? But to your point. I don't have a problem with like a WWE style match. Right. Um, if that's the one thing that's on the card that feels that way. I know on the scrum on the, uh, the media call that was before the pay-per-view Tony Khan said they, they looked at the C2 as almost an experiment of, can we make sports based wrestling draw? And it kicked ass. It did the best numbers they've done in a long time. Ratings are down on television across the board, but they were in a, a about half the drop that traditional programming um, had. They were beating college basketball and football and all sorts of stuff. So they were very, very encouraged by that. And he said they're going to be kind of returning more to that sports-based stuff. But they, I know they also take a, a lot of pride in it kind of being almost a buffet. So I think you're going to see sports-based stuff, but you'll probably have one dumb thing that we'll complain about because <laughs> right. that's not my shit either right, i but, i but think Kate, with like, this version of christian though i actually kind of liked it, it. Exactly. it should be a movie style match because he's a fucking goofball heel you know and, and it's it's impossible not to have some sort of storytelling when it comes to edge and christian edge and christian aren't going to go out there and have like a new japan match there's so much history between those two guys and that old. like and they're old and they're and they and they worked in WWE their entire career. And I'm sure have a lot of control over the stories that are written for them or by them, for all I know. So the whole Christian like losing and then convict like that's like it also shows like the power that that Christian has over like his group. And I want to know what he whispered in Killswitch's ear to, to convince Killswitch to to give him his, his title shot. Like to me, that's intriguing. Like, what did he say? Like sure, and I'm sure Jungle Boy is gonna come back and either further the turn or um, make Luchasaurus see the other side of things, right? Like I, I do think there was a productive, even though I don't like the like hot potato back and forth with the title part of it. I do appreciate that. I, I think there's a story angle there, and it's probably a Jungle Boy return. Yeah, it's it. I'm with you in terms of like, it, in theory, like if that happened in like WWE, right? Like I would probably, sh I'd like would shit all over it. But because it's like, it's like these two guys for some reason, it's like there's history. There's Christian is such a piece of shit now. Like it's great. So like to me, like him doing that and getting people even more upset about it is like to me is like cool. And it, it only enhances the story to me. It's just 
one guy's opinion. Well, well, I mean, think... Oh, sorry, Kate, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, there's also like, I, I'm always okay with stuff if, if I don't like it, if it still makes wrestling sense. And I think that still makes wrestling sense. Yes. Like, that's going to further the story. So even if it's not for me, I'm like, as, as long as they're doing sound creative, someone will touch it. I don't like spooky shit either. But as right. long as they do it well, that's for somebody, right? So. Yeah. And Matt, I think, I feel like there is a fine line between hot shotting and dragging on. Like WWE has done a tremendous job of telling really succinct, long stories lately. So like we can't, I understand what you're saying about dragging on, but I also would rather, I'd rather drag on than hot shot a million different things every week. Yes. And we will, we'll pick this up, but Kate, this has been awesome. You are awesome. Uh, at Miss Kate Fabe on all forms of social media. She just dropped an interview a couple days ago with Rocky Romero that's on her YouTube. Uh, if you are preparing for Wrestle Kingdom, uh, me and Kieran did not get to do a bread club today, so I highly suggest checking out uh, Kate sitting down with Rocky Romero. It's a great interview. It's a great talk. Uh, so you just go to Kate's Twitter machine, at Miss Kate Fabe, hit that link tree, and make sure you follow Kate on all forms of social media. Um, Kate, this has been an absolute pleasure. Go get some rest uh, and uh, tune in Wednesday night for the Mark Order podcast where Kate's going to give her full rundown of all things AEW. That's right. Thank you, fellas. It's always fun coming on here. I appreciate you. Kate, we appreciate Kate. you taking time out of your busy schedule. Tony didn't say anything inappropriate about you. He didn't channel his inner I Jericho. never do. Shut your hole. I kind of like dare it you. Almost, it feels wrong almost. Like I feel like I'm just glad he showed up this time because last uh, time I was on. Uh, was like, hey, oh. Kate, why don't you drive to my house in North Arlington and come in the hatch and it'll just be me and you, Jericho style. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. I become, I become, I become in. Kate, please check your uh, emails for the uh, PDF of the NDA. Thank you. <laughs> what? I got I to gotta be protected because you guys are fucking animals. That is a fair point. Uh, Kevin, back to your point, KJG. Um, I think what I think. So I'm not talking about present day WWE. I'm talking about like a couple years ago when it seemed like they were just, you know, things were just super predictable and they just kept fucking dragging them out to the point where when the reveal happened or when we got to that moment, it was kind of like, uh, all right, like whatever. The bloom was already off the rose. Nobody cared. It's tough. To, I understand what you're saying. And, and oh. as predictable as Adam Cole being the devil was, I think they did it extremely well. And I think the inclusion of the new group of the kingdom and Roderick Strong and even Wardlow, I think there's some juice there. And and I think, like Kate mentioned too, instead of taking the mask off, he put it, like he had it with them. I'm not, I forget if he put it on or not. Um, no, he just was kind of holding it when he sat Yeah, down he just held it up, yeah. So to me, like, what could that, what else could they have really done? Aside from like bringing in somebody to start a new story, like, like a Dolph Ziggler or something like that, like who would be the only other person that I would accept as the devil if it wasn't Adam Cole. They really had no choice, but because if not, then it would drag out even longer. Like if they didn't want to go with Adam Cole, then who the fuck is it going to be? And how do we make that make sense? So like it would even go even further and longer and everything. So to me, like it was the perfect time to do it. Uh, it was time to get the belt off MJF. And I thought it was done well. And MJF now has a, a dispute for the title because you could say that he never tapped out because his hand hit his leg or some shit like that. And um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm not – I didn't see all the show, but I'm not totally 
I saw enough to know that I enjoyed a lot of it. So what I saw was was really really fun. Yeah, I just but it's he, weird because you know there's what MJF put out the players tribute article and his future is undecided. So we don't and he's got to go off and heal because he's tired. Wah wah wah. Um, so now you have Adam Cole, who's the devil, but he can't wrestle because his ankle's been broken since September, and and Samoa Joe's the champion, and like the ad, the Adam Page stuff is out the window because we don't know what MJF is gonna do. So what's we're, we're kind of just we're kind of just here now, right? Am I the only one that feels that way about this? Yeah, I, I gotta wait and see until Wednesday. If so. It, with him being the devil, obviously we everybody super predictable. I I, I was kind of disappointed, but I think that's just because I was being overly hopeful for something else or something new. Um, but with MJF going away, and now you have Adam Cole as the leader of this, you know this this new stable. Like Matt said, like now it just feels like we are just kind of here. Like I don't know what is what is going to be next for Adam Cole and them, and obviously KJG. Like you said, we do got to wait until Wednesday to see, but it very much just seems it, it kind of hit flat for me. So, is, if Adam Cole is not ready to wrestle right away, I think he could easily flip the switch and turn, unless they got somebody else in mind for Samoa Joe, like an Edge or uh, I don't even know who the top baby faces are. Um, Jericho, Darby, uh, Sammy. Unless you have somebody else in line for Joe, I'd say you just turn Joe back to being a babyface and let him have a run with this stable. Because I don't know if they're like aligned. I don't know if they actually ended up like all being together, or was if it was just the stable that beat the shit out of uh, uh, Max. So maybe you have Joe saying, "Hey, listen, or whatever. I didn't need you." Yada yada yada. Like, and then you have Joe and Cole feud over the belt until Max is ready to come back if he does come back. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, I mean, you're gonna look Tuesday, Wednesday. We're gonna, you know, you're gonna tune in from Nork, Nork, New Jersey, right in our backyard. Is the next episode of Dynamite, and I'm sure we're gonna talk about that with Ortiz when he joins us shortly. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just feels it. It was a, for me. It was a weird. It was a weird show. It was a weird pay per view. It it didn't have. It left a lot to be desired. Um, and according to Scott George, who watched the scrum, Joe called out Hangman at the press scrum. So maybe that's your. That's your buffer until Revolution, or that's your match at Revolution. Probably your match. So then, what are they doing with this with this Adam Cole stable? I guess we just wait and find out and see. I don't. No. Adam Cole can't wrestle. The Kingdom are your. Ta- I mean, they're gonna have to explain themselves Wednesday night, right? And Wardlow's part of it, and Roddy, and you know, you know. Thank God the fucking yelling and screaming of of Roderick Strong screaming Adam Cole's name is is not something that we have to sit through anymore. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Maybe I could see. You know what I can see them doing, Matt? Like throw it back to like Evil Heart Foundation when Bret Hart couldn't wrestle, but he was always out there in like the wheelchair with the cast on and like and shit. Maybe like they could like play into that a little bit and have like all the other guys like do the dirty work for him and but still keep Adam Cole super relevant. Um. Ah, I just thought of it, so I threw it out there. Yeah, no, look, I'm sure you can. And, you know, when last Wednesday when MJF lost the tag titles, pleasure doing business with you. So Samoa Joe clearly worked with the devil and knew, you know, he, he curried favor with them so they would beat up MJF and soften him for, for Saturday. Oh, so it, it's just, you know, look, I love that the Kingdom is the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Um, 
Wardlow having something to do where he's against, you know, he was trying to destroy Max, checks out with the story. Um, I'm just, you know, I thought I thought we were like this. I'm curious to see where we go now with Swerve because I thought Swerve was really like next up, next man up. But then like Keith Lee can't catch a fucking break because he's always hurt. So it feels like we're never going to get this Swerve Keith Lee match. The thing with Dustin was uh, look. It was unnecessary. They should have just stopped it after they smashed his fucking ankle with the, the conga cinder block and just called it a day. They didn't need to have an 11-minute match or, or however long it was. How did how did uh, Dustin look? He Look, Dustin looks great. He looks great. Good. It was just, you know, we've been waiting. Since Keith Lee showed up, it, you've wanted to swerve uh, Keith Lee. Oh, I brought this to keep Nelly away. A spray bottle. <laughs> There she goes. I don't even need to spray her with it. She just sees it and then she runs away. Because I can't have her jumping up here. She just knocked over the goon. <laughs> oh my goodness, gravy! Stay, stop it, Bill. <laughs> so you, this is what's been missing from this show. Yep. This ridiculousness. <laughs> yep. Uh, we got standings are uh, are in for the picks. We got uh, one, two more shows left. NWA is not a pay-per-view. I thought it was, and I was really, like, in the cockles of my heart. I was hoping to come on here and just crush Tony's little soul. No. But it's not we a didn't pick Sam Hine, so we ain't picking this shit. Sam Hine? Yes, we, yes, we did. We picked Sam Hine? Yeah, we yeah, picked Sam Hine. It was a pay-per-view. That was a pay-per-view. This is not on Thriller or Fight or whatever fucking... Whatever that's yeah, whatever the whatever the streaming service is now, it's not on there. You can't purchase it. So good, thank God. So we're out on that. Um, but uh, Tony still has a commanding lead. He went uh, he went ten and commanding. one. Uh, he's up. He's up three games, man. We're running out of time here. KJG three with two to go. All right, yeah, Kevin's but that's right. New Japan, man, and New Japan's got 8,000 matches. No, it doesn't. I think, we, I think it only has like 10 or 11. 10. That's 10 good matches enough for me. more. Good enough for me. Please. Uh, Hard to Brundo. kill? Come on, I'm a TNA master. You haven't had any new TNA content in weeks. Yeah, I know. Weeks. Still me, and H, me and HK tied. Me and Tony were, Tony were the only two to take uh, Edge. Yeah, and I didn't take Willow. I took Buttlander. We all took Buttlander. I only took Buttlander because everyone else took Buttlander. First time I've ever done that. Yeah, but I <laughs> thought about it. I thought I thought it was going to be her, you know, finally like being a mean one and turning on Willow, but it didn't happen. So we don't get anything. There's, I, I wasn't sure if there was going to be a debate about the Edge Christian match and what and what is scored. Nope. No, they were two separate matches. Yep. And Christian won one of them. Yeah, no. he won the match we did. Christian pick. won the match that didn't matter. All right, good call. Just trying. <laughs> I, I, I gotta try. Well, listen, I don't I blame you for I, trying. I thought about that angle too, KJG. <laughs> <laughs> you sneaky, sneaky up. shits. What are you gonna do? I mean, I give you credit for trying. Let me see. Had to bring it up. Yeah. What kind of competitor would I be if I didn't? Not a good one, apparently. <laughs> An honorable one? <laughs> No, 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 no. Yeah, we got 10 matches at Wrestle Kingdom 18. Yes. 
So when those pick, we can make those picks. We got to make them before Wednesday, boys. Before and Wednesday? No, before Thursday. No, the show happens Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, like three, 3 in the morning. Yeah, so, yeah, so got to be in by Wednesday. Yeah. Ugh, you said before that... Wednesday, meaning Tuesday. Ugh. Tony, come on. You're ready. You're ready. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No, not a very, uh, on paper, not it's not a very exciting time for Wrestle Kingdom. Not exciting. It is for me. Course. Yeah. It is for me. I'm, fe- I'm feeling good about it. Are you? I'm feeling great about it. What uh? What are you feeling great about? I'm feeling great about this. Woo! <laughs> By the way, Kevin, uh, you all met a punishment yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> all right. Did it, did, it, did it even mean it like that? <laughs> Just got a deep dark look into you. <laughs> well, you kind of got to. I don't want to. I don't want to light a fire under you, but you got to kind of hurry up because this year's almost over. I know. And that was last year's punishment. No. What do you mean this year? The year's over, bro. It's fucking January 1st, 2024. No, but the picks end before the Royal Rumble. So he still has a little bit, but not much time to get a punishment in there. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm right oh, again, I'm Matt. Reading. Say it. Tony, you got me again. I sure did, uh, buddy. You got me again, Donkalicious. <laughs> Let's doc. Call me Donkalicious. <laughs> no, we want to be doing no such, <laughs> no such thing. Dockalicious. Dockalicious. Do we, uh, mm. I don't, I don't know where he is. Ortiz. Do you want to bring him in? Are you there? Do you want to bring him? Can we holler to him? Do we want to look at his fucking ceiling? No, he's there coming. He is. Oh my God. He's coming. Oh. Let's bring him in. <laughs> there he is. Oh, wait, where'd he go? Who keeps doing that to me? Don't touch any buttons. He's in. I got no I'm not buttons. touching buttons. Okay. No, not you, right. man. No, you're good. You're good. What's up, fellas? What up? What's frozen? up with you, man? Say hi, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Mr. Ortiz. Happy New Year's. Or New Year's. Was... I always say plural, New Year's. All right, right. So here's the rule. Here's the rule. You can say it on New Year's Eve and New Year's okay. Day because Happy New Year's it, it refers to Eve or Day. After that, it's Happy New Year. I'm with you. Uh, there's a whole Curb Your Enthusiasm episode about this. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a great yeah. episode. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Uh, how, how did you celebrate your New Year's? Oh, man, I'm boring now. I'm an old man. I, I went to sleep before midnight. I woke up to a bunch of like missed phone calls and text messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and my girl just fell asleep early, man. I just, I'm living that boring dad life. Yeah. I think I think we're all there. I'm not except for handsome Kevin. Hey, let me ask you, Ortiz. You've been with us for a while. You've been a friend for a long time. We have KJG, the original Kevin, and then we have handsome Kevin. Does handsome Kevin's name live up to the nickname? Hmm. Let me get a let me get a side profile. We, yeah, yeah. I, I'll give it to him. Say <laughs> handsome fellow. Thank you, wow. sir. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate I'm, 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 I'm all about lifting people up, man. I, I, I couldn't even say, even if you weren't handsome, there's no way I could admit it. Bro, I'd blow your back out if you, uh, makes me a hearty if you tried to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Not at so all. It's, it's been a long time since since we last uh, got you on the show. It was yeah, a few 2000, years. August 2009. Um, okay. Oof. 
And uh, yeah, life. Wait, 2009 life or 19? 19. 19. Yes. Oh, I was geez. about to say, geez. Oh, I don't even God. think I was wrestling in 2009. We didn't even have a show in 2009. <laughs> I don't know what the hell fantasy world Matt's living in. Oh, you don't let me like, right, let me spill the beans for uh, for Ortiz. Matt said, if it was him and Bret Hart, the last two people on Earth, and in mm. order to keep the human race alive, they would have to uh, dock. Matt would not do it. Yeah, you nay. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 what would I do? No, well, I mean, I I told Matt he should have. I mean, I think all of us would agree that we would have to keep the race going, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. You'd have to, but Matt's yeah. the only one that said "fuck all this." I'm out. Man, I respect it, man. You got to stick to your guns, no matter what. I mean, yeah, but yeah, yeah to know that history ended like that because I wouldn't <laughs> touch guns with the hitman. I'm okay with that. <laughs> hey, if you want to be the best there ever was, you know, there's only one way. <laughs> do, do I get that moniker? Do I become the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be? Because then we can talk. De definitely. I think that's a given, man. Yeah, you'd be responsible for the continuation of the human race. I mean, Legit. why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Bret Hart has to give me that nickname. He has to say, "I am now, cow I am now Cowboy Bret Hart. You are the best, or is the best, or was the best, or ever will be." Okay, I, I, I think that's not a huge ass, man. Well, then somebody, somebody, has, somebody, somebody at WWE has to go back and edit every single one of his interviews. All right, or I better be getting a fucking royalty check. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, okay. I respect it. So five five years since we last had you on the show, and we've run into you at at, uh, at shows and, and such. But it's nice to get you back on here. And a lot has changed in five years. Uh, the last time you were on the show, you were uh, kind of in limbo. We didn't know where you're going from. M you guys had just finished up an impact. Eventually, obviously, AEW is a great score, and it's been kind of a an interesting ride for you. Um, what have you learned about yourself in that five years? Ooh, what a good question. Um, definitely a lot, man. Uh, I mean, right now I'm not tag team wrestling, which is a new um, a venture for me because I spent the majority of my career as a tag guy. So now I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of f trying to find my voice. Like, I still don't know what the answer is, but um, it's almost exciting because I get like a new palette to paint with, you know, and, and just figure it out. And I, I've changed so much just in the last three years, like mentally, that uh, I, it's more exciting than it is depressing. Whereas I think if this would have happened about a year ago and I was going through different things in my life, I don't know if I'd be able to kick out of it. Like, it's just a new path that I have to go on and I'm still trying to figure it out. But I just um, refound my purpose in wrestling. Uh, it, it almost became a job for a little while and I started going through the motions Uh and it's almost like you take things for granted. I, I think that's with anything in life. When you do something for so long, you can almost take it for granted. And I look back and I, I had great opportunities, great moments in wrestling. But man, if I had the mentality that I had now, I would have took so much more advantage of that. And that's kind of just where I'm playing with right now, like taking advantage of everything I get, no matter what it is, if it's small or big. I, I just don't want to look back and be like, man, I, I should have stepped it up a little harder in that moment and stuff like that. So I'm like uh, just ready to accept what's thrown at me and just uh, go with the punches and then kind of get back to basics. 
I've become a nerd about training again and like really getting into the weeds of things. So that's kind of where I'm focused. And, you know, being a dad and doing boring dad stuff like adulting, like paying my taxes, getting health insurance, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> what was the most difficult um, part about transitioning from you and, and Santana to finding your own voice and to finding your own creative outlets what was the most difficult part was it finding was it the character development was it where where do i go from here uh explain definitely. how that works yeah definitely i'm i'm still in that phase i i, I kind of want to change my whole uh like persona and aura i've i've kind of been typecast into like the street brawler guy which is fine um and it's very close to home and i'm i'm down to play that role but I also just like, I want to wrestle. I want to chain wrestle. I want to like go hold for hold. I want to do more lucha stuff. Like I, I've always prided myself in being like a hybrid wrestler. And I just kind of want to do more of that. And I feel like in the last couple of years, especially coming off of Impact, because like me and Santana did gimmick matches so well, street fights and barbed wire massacre and table matches. And we did well and excel in those matches it was like a double-edged sword. We, we were kind of typecast into playing that role. Like we were in all the blood and guts and this, all the stadium stampedes. Well, except for one blood and guts, but yeah, it's just kind of like we, we kind of fell into playing that role. And I kind of just want to go back to like just wrestling, going, doing some cool stuff. Like my favorite type of wrestling is early 90, early nineties, Michinoku pro. So I want to do more stuff like that. I want to be in like dope multi-man matches. And I love tag team wrestling and I, I want to continue tag team wrestling, but kind of now uh, it doesn't seem like it's in the cards for me. I mean, I, maybe I could push a little harder to do it, but uh, I find myself on an Island all by myself and I'm just trying to find that voice. I'm, I, I feel like I have a opportunity instead of looking at like the cup half empty, I can look at it, the cup half full. And I could take this opportunity to reinvent myself and kind of maybe a gimmick change. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm playing with stuff. I have a lot of ideas, a lot of stuff in the tank. And uh, I'm kind of seeing where it goes. I, I don't want to, like, say one thing because, honestly, I might wake up tomorrow and feel something else. Yeah, I'm waiting for my wife to do that, but she hasn't yet. So we're good there. Um, so, so we had you guys. We had you guys in studio when you were kind of in limbo. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you guys have ever ever answered this. Uh, was there anyone else courting you guys besides AEW? Uh yeah. Uh, Impact definitely wanted to keep us. Um, WWE was a was an option at that time. Uh, they really went back and forth with us and they made our decision really hard. Like they made it very appealing to, we would, we would have been going over for NXT. Um, and they were just like making it very appealing. And it made it hard for us to actually choose AEW. But ultimately we went with AEW just cause, uh, the schedule was a huge factor, uh, being that we would just be at home more with our families and be able to raise our children's and have more of a hand in that. And um, we were thinking best case scenario, let's say we bust our ass and we take off and we make it to the main roster in WWE, we'd probably never be home. So uh, that was a huge factor. But uh, yeah, WWE and, and Impact obviously wanted to keep us at the time. No other like international companies were really fishing for us. So uh, it's such an iconic moment in like the, the beginnings of AEW when you guys showed up with those uh, with the president's masks on. And since it's been five years and that was after um, we had you on last, can you talk about what that moment with us uh, to you meant 
like doing that, like having that big reveal and having that roar of the crowd know exactly who the fuck you guys were? Ah, uh, sick, man. I uh, I joked around with Santana, and I've said this on a, a few interviews before, but it's a it's a good story. Um, so that day, like we were a secret, we were snuck in. We we, we were like in our locker room. We shared a locker room with SCU, and SCU was the only guys that that saw us there. But we were kind of like off in the back, got snuck into the arena, and we were just sitting around all day, like anticipating. We had no phone service. So we couldn't really see what was going on with the show. So we were just kind of completely in the dark. And then we could kind of hear the, the crowd faintly from where we were at. And we were nervous and anxious, of course. So like we, we get set up and we were underneath the ramp uh, and we were hiding underneath the ramp. And then there was like a little curtain that we could just go out and kind of be right on the floor and be right in the ring. So right before we went on, we have the president mask. So we can't really see shit. And it's really dark under there. But I joke around with Santana. I'm like, no one's going to pop. <laughs> We're just going to take off our bats and everyone's going to just like crickets. No one's going to care. Right. And I, I legitimately was like, uh, we're probably not going to get the reaction that like a huge ovation. But, um, man, I'm happy I was wrong. Like that, that uh, ovation that we got was insane. That was one of my, if not t- top moment in wrestling in the top three moments that I've ever had. Like, Man, I've been trying to trace, uh, chase that drug, that that pop ever since we got it. Uh, I've been trying to get that back. It's like ch- chasing the dragon. It was uh, it was really awesome. But we legitimately thought no one was going to care. You know what I mean? Because like you hear rumblings on the internet, but you don't know how that carries over into like a live crowd and and people because the internet is such a small community compared to like the casual viewer that that comes to the show and. It just seemed like in that moment, everyone in that crowd knew who we were, and it was really cool. Awesome moment. Uh, you mentioned the internet and the fans. Um, there was there was a big swell for the internet wrestling community about Proud and Powerful. We, and I will say we because I was in the I was rooting. We felt like they fucking dropped the ball with not giving you guys a tag title run. You guys, it's like. When you guys show up in AEW, it's the Young Bucks, it's the Lucha Brothers, it's it's EYFBO. Like that's those are the best tag teams in the world. And to for for us, and and we're on the other side, we're just fans. But for us to see you guys not used to your full potential, it was frustrating for us when you see such a, a tag division like that. And and we felt like you guys I hate to use the term because it pisses Tony off. Should have got your flowers at some point. <laughs> Was it was did you guys hear the the rumbling from the from the internet wrestling community about that? Uh definitely. It, it was hard to ignore uh cuz we, we I still get tagged in stuff to this day. Like I'll randomly open up my Twitter and uh, I I've been less and less on social media like by design just so like I think any anything whether it's bad or good is just like too much of it is not good good for you on either end. And I just kind of like um because it can affect you. I know some people say they'll read stuff and it doesn't affect you. But if you read someone really hates your guts, it's going to like, you're going to think about it for even for a second, unless you're that type of human being that you can read something and it kind of rolls off your shoulders. So I, I tend to avoid it at times, but that stuff is almost hard to avoid because we're constantly tagged and stuff about that. To answer your question on how I felt about it, um, I think uh, 
we could have forced a hand a little bit more when we did have the opportunities that we had. And I can't completely blame the company because, I mean, there was talks about it, but it was almost like the, it was never the right time, right? It, it just wasn't our time. And it was just kind of because we were always intertwined with like a huge storyline with the inner circle and kind of like it would have been hard to like sway off and kind of go do our own tag thing and go after the tag titles. So, I mean, it, it actually was supposed to happen uh, more than once. Uh, but just due to stuff out of our control or out of my control, it just it, it just never seemed to pan out. It, it, it's not like um, those those uh, 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 people on the Internet that, that were clamoring for us to be tag team champions. Like it was noticed by the, the people in AEW and, uh, and above. And it almost happened two times. It just it just never panned out. Uh, I won't get into the weeds of things. Uh, only because I think I'll get in trouble if I do. <laughs> so <laughs> we, don't, we don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. It, it was supposed to happen. It just never did, unfortunately. So and now, of, yeah. No, so here's another question that that mm -hmm. may get you into trouble, but might not. I don't think it will. So Go for it. I'll, I'll redirect. Oh, I just won't answer. <laughs> Go kind of going it. going on like the other end of the spectrum. When Santana comes back, you guys split. Mm -hmm. right? So how did you feel that whole scenario went? The split, um, how they worked it, like how how were you satisfied with any sort of like blow off that they that they may have given you? Like what was your what was your reaction to the split? Um I mean uh, unfortunately, like it, it wasn't the company's call to split us. I me and Santana just couldn't get it together personally. Um, and he just was very adamant about not working with me anymore for whatever reason. So, I mean, the company kind of had no choice, but to split us up. Right. So they were like, okay, we, you're just not going to just not tag. It doesn't make any sense. Like a, let's at least make this make sense. Why you split. But even when we did it on TV, it just ended up, I feel like, um, being kind of rushed and like. You know what I mean? Let's let's get to the point already. Yeah. Due to stuff that was going on backstage, and it was just making it hard to like really put forward a program. And then just our television in general will kind of has that feeling all over on on all our shows. There's almost that sense of rushing at times. Some stuff kind of sits and settles, but you could kind of see what they're they're putting their effort into, like the stuff that really gets time to settle and really get to cook. Whereas some other segments due to time constraints, you just kind of have to make those segments go faster and faster. And there were supposed to be more development between me and him. It just, again, things out of my control. I just, it just never panned out the way it was. Like it was set out to be like a couple of weeks program throughout all our television, like collision dynamite and, and rampage. And then we just kind of just went to rampage and then we stood there and, yeah, it just kind of played out how it played out, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's a shame because those those vignettes you guys were doing those videos to set it up mm. were uh, they were awesome. It had Thanks, such man. a it, it was it, it gave it such and and you know you got to blend reality with with wrestling. There was that personal <laughs> feeling yeah. there, but it was it was it made it that much more interesting and exciting. And it's a, it's it's unfortunate that it kind of ended up rushed for you uh talking personal feelings and such 
the success of Eddie Kingston, you guys go way, way, way back. He's he's constantly calling you monkey, and we know you know anyone from the tri-state area knows of your your relationship with Eddie. How happy does it make you first to see the success, and then you know it's like it's like you knew you've known for years this is yeah. what Eddie Kingston was capable. How happy are you to see him get his uh, comeuppance? I'm not going to say roses, Tony. <laughs> his flowers. <laughs> um, man is dope, man. It's just like uh, everyone that knew Eddie, or if you've seen Eddie on the independence, and just any wrestlers has ever started a locker room with him and just seen him do a promo and just seen him have one of those matches. Like we all knew, like who he was and just the rest of the world needed to be exposed to that. You know what I mean? I, I've said it to him. He doesn't like the reference, but he's almost like our generation's dusty roads. He's the everyday guy, the every, you know what I mean? Like he's the blue collar guy he, and he's legit that, that guy. And it's just, his promos make you believe no, no matter what, like it just, you know, it's coming from places real. And then just him being my friend on top of me, actually just being a fan of his work uh it's it, it was really awesome man uh, i was watching at home because sadly i wasn't at the pay-per-view but uh i was watching on my cell phone because i couldn't mirror it onto my tv i was like i really feel like a dad like an old dad i couldn't get the technology to work i'm pissed <laughs> off wanting to break my phone so and then i couldn't even get the phone to like sw- go from horizontal to vertical you know what i mean so i'm like pissed off that this wasn't working right and it, it kept connecting to my TV, but it was like, it, it, it kept uh, uh, buffering. So anyways, I got to watch him win the the Intercontinental Classic on a, a really like two inch screen, but it, it was really cool. It was dope, man. Uh, I, I love it. I just love like every time uh, I, I remember um, to go off on a quick side story, just to give you a little bit more to your answer uh, to me answering your question. Um, I remember when he wrestled Miro. I forgot what pay-per-view it was. He wrestled Miro for the TNT title. I think they opened up one of the pay-per-views, or maybe I'm thinking of something else, but it was maybe oh, two right. years ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, but being in the crowd, like being on the floor, uh, TV doesn't like really show the energy of a live audience. Like You know the difference between watching wrestling on the television screen and watching it in the crowd. And just being on that floor and Eddie coming out and it just... The, other than Eddie Guerrero, who, when have you ever heard Eddie chants like that, right? Eddie Guerrero was like the first and Eddie Kingston is now gets the Eddie chants. And it's just crazy hearing that echo through a huge arena in front of like 10, 15,000 people. I mean, it, it was sick, but one of the coolest moments I remember was uh, Miro had him in the camel clutch, whatever he calls his uh, camel clutch, and then he uh, he went over and got a rope break, and the crowd went insane, and I was like, wow, this is pro wrestling, man. Like, the crowd was so invested that they gave him an insane reaction to, to just get a rope break, and me and Bryce Rensberg, which Bryce Rensberg has known Eddie even longer than me because he started training with him in Jakar, we had tears in our eyes, like our boy, like, look at what's happening right now. It was just such a feel good moment, man. Like I, I, anytime, like I'm dealing with stress or stuff like that, I think about times like that in wrestling and I'm like, Oh, this is all worth it, man. All the bullshit backstage politics, all the whatever drama's going on when wrestling is like that. It's perfect, man. It's untouchable. Like, yeah. Sorry to go off on a rant, but yeah, oh, it was no, really no, awesome good. to answer your question. Eddie, Eddie's my boy, man. 
Did you? Uh, so you mentioned Mishinoku Pro in the early '90s. Did you ever see yourself standing across the ring from Jun Akayami? Oh no, 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 not at all, <laughs> not at all, not in, not in a million years did I ever think about it. I never crossed my mind, and it was really like, cool. Is that like a holy shit? I got to pinch myself moment. Legit, I, I've been I've been living off that moment for the last year because <laughs> that's like the biggest thing I've had in the last year. You know what I mean? Like to me, in my eyes, I've had other cool matches, and then I did Wembley, which was amazing being in front of that crowd of people. But yeah, uh, June Akiyama all day. That that was that was really cool being in the ring with him. Like the wrestling nerd in me, that that was probably the biggest moment I've, I've had in the last two years. Let me. I've, I've asked guys before, but the. the... I'm sure Akiyami speaks pretty broken. He probably speaks English enough to get through a match. Is there a language barrier there? And how uh, difficult does it make life for you guys? Uh, not difficult at all. I've worked, I've worked guys uh, from different backgrounds, Japanese. Uh, I mean, I understand Spanish, but like luchadors, um, even like French wrestlers. Uh, wrestling is, you know, yeah, yeah. In Canada, French Canadian. I don't know if oh, you can yeah. consider them French, but barely spoken. We <laughs> we, <Oui, oui. laughs> but barely spoke any English. Like you know, very broken uh, English, very French Canadian sounding. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, wrestling is a universal language. And uh, to answer your question, Akiyama is just like stay, <laughs> like don't move. <laughs> that was it. It was just like stay still. Okay, gotcha. And then I kind of saw what was coming. You know what I mean? And just opened up and just trusted him to do his thing. I, I with, with people like that, it's just like you just trust them and you just like, you know, I, I just stay loose is the best way I can put it. Yeah. So you're now doing a little bit of an independent run by yourself uh, and you are not shying away from competition. I know uh, last month you did the mystery wrestling with Mike Bailey and uh, Trent Seven and Matthias St. That was cool. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and you and Brian Keith, the Revolver season finale, um, you are getting in there with some of the best on the independent circuit. Is that is that you kind of testing yourself? 100%. It, it's by design. Like, I'm I'm just trying to wrestle as much as possible. And um, I'm not a very athletic person. I, anything athletic that I could do in the ring, done a mil, like a thousand times, right? So I just like, if I don't wrestle in a while, I almost feel like I have two left feet. Like it doesn't feel right. Mm. So I, I, I thought to myself, okay, like if, because AEW allows us to do independence, I was like, I'm just going to do as much as I can. You know what I mean? It's still, you know, wrestle on TV, do my thing. But I, I just want to wrestle while my body can still take it, man. Like I'm almost 40. I'm three years away. Um, my goal is to make it to 20 years. And then after that, I'm definitely going to start dialing back wrestling. I'm not going to say I'm going to hang up the boots forever, but definitely slowing down at my 20 year mark. And I'm at 13, 14 years now. So I got another six years to wrestle on a high level. Um, people like Jericho and sting have given me hope that I could keep wrestling into my sixties. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to still want to, so we'll see what happens, but Yes, by design, I'm trying to wrestle literally the best of the best on the independence, signed talent, not signed talent, w whatever it is, and just challenge myself and uh, get uncomfortable because not doing tag team wrestling is very uncomfortable for me. But uh, I I've enjoyed the challenge. So let me ask you a second to June Akiyama. In your life, did you ever think 
you would have your own action figure. <laughs> no, that's another one. Nah. Like I had very I had a lot of faith that uh I was gonna make it to some kind of television to wrestle on television professionally and make money and be able to support myself doing it. Like I that that was the only faith that I had. That I, I, I felt like I had enough talent to get signed to a major company. After that, uh my dreaming ended. <laughs> so I didn't think I was gonna get a figure or be in a video game, which I'm yet to be in, but we'll see. Maybe I'm on one of the DLCs uh, for you're, AEW. Uh, you're, you're, you're good. You're good, bro. <laughs> look, I fucking play, look. Get so much hate. <laughs> the, the gameplay, the gameplay is awesome. It plays like a THQ game. Yeah, that's it. The fucking story suck. <laughs> they suck. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to get you in not trouble. The storyline mode sucks. I don't want to work out. I don't want to see the Statue of Liberty. I want to fucking <laughs> wrestle, and I don't want to lose my luggage. And then I have mean Mark Calloway telling me he hid my fucking luggage from me. All right, <laughs> fucking fucking a. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm gonna be a good company man. Uh, the video game may not be for everybody, but you know it has its perks. It has its upside. Just take it for a video game. Just get a couple of friends. You have three other friends and uh you just play online there you go uh you don't these guys aren't my friends don't be so <laughs> don't, do you don't hear like you shit either they, pal. when i'm when i'm not here they shit tony shit talks me the most out of everybody if anyone's and if anyone's my friend it's kjg you wouldn't dock with bret hart to save the world you chode the fuck did I do? Yeah, what well, did he do? Monkeys, your monkey see, monkey to do with this asshole over here, Tony. <laughs> you, Tony and Hansel Kevin, like fucking perfect strangers. Let's make fun of Matt. You just chuckle and laugh and vape your fucking hand jobs. So he's calling me an asshole. Then he wonders why I talk shit about him when he's not here. I, I, I'd say, if anything, you're their favorite person because they talk about you all the time. They make fun of you. I think I, that's enduring. Might be a stretch. Oh. Yeah, you want us to give you your flowers, you asshead? I mean, I like them. <laughs> See, KJG's my guy. I mean, am I wrong? Flowers is such a stupid thing. Like, why can't you just say props like a normal human being? Like, give yeah. him credit. Give him, you know, like, because nothing Isn't that like recently a thing, flowers, calling it flowers? For me, yeah, it like was always one, props. Yeah, one asshole said flowers, and now everybody's saying flowers. Yeah. It's like, we're not in Japan. Like, oh, We're not Yokozuna on fucking Monday Night Raw. We don't get flowers. You know how dumb white people sound when they say props? Let me give you your props, dude. You know how stupid everyone sounds when they say, get your flowers? <laughs> you don't get flowers? Like your girl, when you pick her up for a date, she gets flowers. You get props if you deserve it. And I don't think you deserve it, asshole. <laughs> Sorry, Sir? Ortiz. I needed to get that out. Not you good, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go full 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 circle back to the beginning of the show. You don't have to answer this, Ortiz, if you don't want to. But we had a conversation earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. Where do you, if your significant other came to you with the suggestion of uh, a foot job, is that something you would be into? Like, she proposed it to me. Yeah, and she was like, "I want to use my feet to give you." cranky yankee now we're we're assuming they're nice looking feet like you wouldn't want like you know callus corns bunions you you take it 
you take it however it is. If your girl's got ugly feet, then you're fucked, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to picture her feet. Give me a second. It's uh, <laughs> fair. My wife's gonna hear this, and she's gonna come up here. She's all, she's tried. She's she's been like, "How about a foot job?" And I'm like, "Get it." And she might say it jokingly, but I want no part of it. No part of a foot job. I mean, maybe, maybe at least once. Just yeah. you know, I'd, I'd be down for at least once to yeah, kind of just a, you know, yeah, give it give it a go. Why not? Unbelievable. I mean, you never know. Yeah, yeah, you never know what you're gonna like or not like until you try it. Like I tell my son all the time, like he'll not want to try new food. I'm like, listen, you gotta at least try it, and then you can tell me you don't like it, and then we're then we're good. Yep. So that, that's my rule. I and if if I'm going to be a good father and a good leader, I have to lead by example. So if my yep. wife came in and offered me a foot job, I would have to at least try it and say I don't like it. I know I don't like sticking Legos up my nose. It doesn't mean I'm going <laughs> to stick fucking Legos up my nose, guys. Come on. Hey. I don't I don't yuck anyone's muck, man. I'm, yeah, I'm like dude. kind of fitness. No judgment zone. Whatever. <laughs> my, my only ass, is lo- as long as it's two consenting adults, it's all on the up and up. Whatever it is. All right. Uh, who consented to you wearing that goofy hat and that outfit on on AEW? <laughs> Man, I've got I've I've gotten so much shit for wearing those hats, like by Eddie <laughs> Kingston and himself. Imagine showing up to work with those hats on and and thinking Eddie's not going to comment on anything. He's as loud as he is on television as he's backstage. If not, he's louder backstage. <laughs> um, I just kind of was just throwing stuff to the wall to see what works. You know what I mean? Throw on some cool looking hats. Not everyone thinks they're cool, apparently, but that's okay. I mean, I would never. I mean, look, you are you are in like peak human being shape. You're fucking shredded, bro. But I, you, I the hats, I don't like. I hey, don't know, they, they facilitate a conversation. That's all. Either you you're going to be like, look, at the, look, at this, look at this jerk off with this hat, or they're going to be like, oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, new uh, new uh, paint a uh, coat of paint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I almost did the fucking Bruce Pritchard uh, paint, <laughs> paint a coat. <laughs> I mean, so you got you're sharing your own. People are make, making Mambo Number Five memes about you, and you're sharing it on your social media. Uh, yeah, that's a win win. That that kind of went a little viral for me. That that they got a lot of views. So <laughs> yeah, I liked it. All right, I don't. Know. I could oh. never. I could never pull off a hat like that. Let me, oh, anyone with the the fedora. You, you never know until you try. Have you ever tried yeah. it? It's just like the dude, foot job, man. Look at me. Yeah, dude. Look at so, me. Right, Nothing so, can fix this. I'm a fucking wreck. I know it. I'm not going to put on a hat to... to maybe go. like one of those old school, like, uh, you know, uh, the Pennywise hats. One of the, I forget what they're called, like derby hats. Yeah, derby. Yeah, derby. Old, derby. Old, yeah. So let me ask you this. Kate, uh, who, was, who joined us earlier um, in the chat, said better... She said she thinks the hat was better than Jake Hager's. Do you think your hat were better than Jake Hager's? Oh, legit. He just had a bucket hat, which I already wore to TV a couple of times. I just never wore it on television. So if anything, Jake Hager was was stealing my shit, man. Yeah. But he he owned that purple bucket hat. He he really did. It, it started getting over with the crowd. So kudos yeah. to him. I agree. 
couldn't agree more. I'm, I'm on the fence about this hat situation. <laughs> yeah, anything I else really you want to insult like our guest that. about? Jesus. I'm not insult. What do you want? Do First of all, Tony, all right, back up the. T- I'm not insulting him. We're having a conversation, all right? I'm an nah, adult. He's you an don't adult. like foot jobs. A- you don't like his hats. I'm not going to lie to the guy. I'm not. I didn't have Slice Boogie on the show and not ask him about his tights that I complained about for six months. Oh no, that was you, Tony. Sorry. Well, I didn't want to upset the man. He was nice enough to come on the show with us. But his you tights- can ask him and not upset him, and then you know you said tre- Trevor. Trevor, Trevor Murdoch. No, you said boogers. Trevor Murdoch ate his boogers, and then you fucking threw me under the bus. You told him I said it. Oh. The fucking NWA World's Champion, and he's like, Tony said you look like you eat your boogers. Do you eat your boogers? <laughs> oh. oh man! All right, so getting back to wrestling. Oh, uh, wait, Kate, again, yeah, Kate, Kate again said, "I have now sold myself on the Mark Briscoe and Ortiz tag team I pitched earlier. Any thoughts about maybe you and uh, Mark Briscoe working together? That would be very interesting." Oh, man, yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, but uh, Mark is not tagging anymore, man. He's 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 put up those boots as far as anything. He just refuses to have any other tag partner. Maybe that'll change, but that's his feelings. And, you know, of course, uh, yeah. who could replace his brother? Um, man, but that, that that would be a dream come true. It's awesome. Briscoe's is my favorite tag team, man. I, I, I've said it multiple times. I'll say it again. Like, uh, they were my favorite tag team to watch just because they wrestled on such a high level for so long. And that was proven uh, uh, when they went against FTR and they, they had those matches with them. Like, they've been wrestling on that level for such a long time. Like, I, tah, my, my body's falling apart now. I just can only imagine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mark taking that wild, he, he took the, when they had the dog collar match and he took the bump off the top of the, uh, the top rope to the floor onto chairs. I was just like, oh my God. I took a suplex in the Santana match and my, my lower back was killing me for months just off the apron. And, and my man took it off the top rope to the floor and it walks around and is the happiest human being ever. Mark is a different breed of animal. Both of those men are, are dope. Did you, you, you guys never got to wrestle them, did you? One time in Germany, we wrestled them. We did a WXW's Tag League in 2017, 2018, uh, maybe 2017. But we wrestled them in night two of the Tag League, I believe. So, yeah, we got to touch uh, touch them one time, man. It was awesome. It was really cool. Like, But we specifically dialed back that match just because we were – one of the first matches on the tournament and WXW runs their, their company very professionally, like a, like a television product. So they had agents. And the only thing that like the agent came to us was just like, please don't go too crazy. You know what I mean? Because you, you guys are opening up the card and we have so many matches. So we were specifically asked to dial back the match and not have like a crazy PWG, like wild, wild one. But for what we did in the ring with them, it was awesome. Like we felt the chemistry and uh, wanted to wanted to wrestle them again, but uh, unfortunately, it never happened. That's a hell of a hell of a tag league right there. That run you guys wrestled Francis Caspin and Jay Skillet. You wrestled the Rottweilers, mm-hmm. Homicide and Low Key, and mm-hmm. Thatcher and Walter. Wow! Mm-hmm. Holy wow. shit! Mm-hmm. That was a That's... sick tag league, man. One of my favorite tours we ever did. You I guys, yeah, you. I could also oh. see you getting into like a singles program with Mark Briscoe some, for some reason. Like, oh, that'd be sick, man. Yeah. That'd be sick. I, w- I wouldn't oh, mind getting yeah. my ass whipped by him. Monkey versus chicken. Let's do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <And> right yourself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fucking hey, you've never you never got to work in Japan, did you? No, man, not yet. I'm 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 working on it. That that's a huge goal of mine for for this year coming up. Oh, at, nice. least, at least go train over there. That that that's the goal. At least like get a go train at the dojo. Something, anything. I went on vacation last year, and I love Japan. I've always wanted to go, but I, I always wanted my first time to be just like not wrestling because I just almost wanted to take it in and not have the pressure of feeling like I have to be on my A game at all times. So uh, I went and got it out of my system. Now I can't wait to go back for wrestling. That's uh, did, did it'll happen. Eat, did you eat the raw horse? No, I didn't. I didn't know that was an option. I didn't hear about the raw horse. Lance, I would Archer try it. Came, Lance Archer came on the show's show and he raves about it. He says anytime he's in Japan, he eats the raw horse. And we've I've asked other guys that have been to Japan. A lot of guys are big fans of it. Okay, I I, I promise I will try. So next time I'm on the show, I'll let you know how the raw horse was. Ah, see that? There's going to be a next time, you fucking losers. How do you like them apples? He doesn't hate hate me. Stop sending me text yeah, messages. Not at, all. Me. <laughs> not at all. I'd rather you be honest and shit all over me than lie to me. Oh, you got to pay extra for that. Ooh, okay. We got to do it in Germany. Ah, uh, Now I know your kink. You don't like feet. <laughs> but, <yeah. No. laughs> but you like when people talk down to you. Okay. Or no. you talk down to people. Maybe no, that's what it is. Talk, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you say uh, uh, you want to get to Japan in 2024. What else is on the Ortiz bucket list for 2024? Man, just wrestle as much as possible. Get out of my comfort zone. Start doing some cooler shit in the ring. You know what I mean? Like try some high flying moves. And that's pretty much it. Just grow as a performer, man. Whether it is tagging with someone else, being in a trios, or just being on myself, just like challenge myself and just keep pushing forward, man. That's it. And just grow, get better. That's it. I just, I just want people to, to be like, Oh, whoa, where's this guy? been? That's kind of all I'm aiming for. Is there somebody who's, Oh, sorry, handsome Kevin. You haven't said a word. So I no, I was just going to say every, every year, you know, when you turn the calendar over, you see so many wrestlers out there that put out their lists, right? There are these, the, these are the names I want list. Uh, do you do you have an idea of guys that you you want? Do you have a list? Do you have a do you have a list of guys that you want to you want to go through? Uh, not a specific list, man. I just uh, uh, I just want to do it more. I just need the reps. That that that's all it is. And I think as I do it more, then when I become more confident in my skill, then I think I would uh, aspire to have a list. I almost feel like I'm not worthy enough right now because I'm still finding myself. I'm I'm in a very weird spot when it comes to wrestling, like in the ring. I just haven't, um, I, I've been feeling very uncomfortable and I know the only way to get that out is just wrestle, 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 wrestle. And that's the only goal in the beginning of the year. And like I said, like maybe tomorrow I'll wake up and I'll be like, Oh, I want to wrestle this guy. I want to wrestle this guy. Of course, there's people I want to be in the ring with. Um, definitely motor city machine guns, man. Like, but I want to do that on a, tag teams level but even if i were to wrestle each man individually it would be really sick uh but the, if if i have any list it would be those two men just because i wanted to wrestle them as a tag team that was being santana's like number one team that we really never got to work so let, let me kind of flip the switch on uh, handsome kevin's question is there a list of people that you would choose if you were to form a new tag team uh eddie kingston definitely will be up there one of them we we definitely did do it for a while uh but um he got hurt 
I think that's when he got his uh, hernia and he was out for a little while. So we were tagging and that, that that's when we had the Akiyama match, the June match. Uh, and we were tagging like, and it looked like we were kind of going to be a tag team. But then he came back, he did the G1 and then he joined, he did the tournament and he kind of went off to his, his own path. So I maybe revisit that this year. We'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. Like, uh, but if if I say the first person will be probably be Eddie Kingston, who, who after that I don't know, but it's it, I, that's me biasly answering that just because it was already kind of a thing, and I feel like we were really getting into like a groove. It just got cut short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last last week we talked about finishers for a little bit, and I had now that now that you're on, I would love to ask you what is the worst finisher out there, like. <laughs> I feel like it's a loaded question. No, not, <laughs> like, at all. not at all. As, as not far as as far as taking it, or just like it's a shit finish. It's just like it's a shit yeah. Finish. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, hey, let me shit on someone's finish. Let me see. Well, it doesn't <laughs> have to be a current wrestler. Like, Tony was yeah. very adamant about the Bushwhackers battering ram. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. I I was not here last week. I didn't get to chime in. I think the heart punch is fucking stupid. Okay. Yeah, but the hard um, punch is believable. Like you, you can believe that somebody could punch you so hard in the chest that it stops your heart. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, the bushwhackers might be up there. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's a tough one to beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> how about how about this one? And I'm probably gonna get a lot of heat for this one. Oh no. But it well as nostalgic and. As awesome as it was, what was the big deal with the perfect plex? Oh, uh, I mean, he did it to Andre, though. Was, oh, no, not Andre. Uh, he did it to um, Big Show. Big, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah he yeah, did that WCW one. That was sick. Yeah, that was that cool. looked wild. But like, uh, I thought you were going to say Judas effect that. for a minute. <laughs> 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 Sorry, no, I, I had I, to. I, I think, I think I'm, it's um, who's taking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's on who's taking it as far as the Judas effect. Because uh, yeah. certain people make it look like death. You know what I mean? So I, I, I you know. Um, well, you have to. I mean, you know, you, you got to if you're going to take it, right? James, I, I James on James on YouTube, said, YouTube, easy for me to say, says the Nasty Boys pit stop. That wasn't their finish, though. Yeah. That was more like a uh, setup move. It was like a, a power slam to an, el- an elbow. That was their finish. Hmm. I also think the big show when he used the fist, isn't that an illegal maneuver? So the Superman right. punch, but you know. Yeah. But oh, I, I guess that wouldn't be illegal anymore because they no one really argues about a closed fist anymore. I, I, I'm not so much on in WWE either, right? At least no, one from what I've seen recently. I mean, Roman yeah, uses Roman, it exactly. all the time. Yeah. Exactly. That would be disqualification. So I feel like that's that's kind of like a a rule that kind of just went away in wrestling, the close fist. It's just what one do, of those things. What are your thoughts on the Garvin stomp? Um, I'm trying to think about it. What's the Garvin stomp? You Give literally just walk around your opponent and stomp on every body part. Yeah, but again, Tony, that wasn't his finish. Kind of, well, kind of like what Randy Orton does? Yeah. Just stomp yeah, the person but, in every way? Yeah, Orton does that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a finish? No, it wasn't. He used the figure four. 
but well, twenty. He used, his, he used the figure four when he was feuding with uh, Greg Valentine okay. and Ric Flair. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, honestly. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out something that beats the battering ram. I don't think anything beats it. No, I don't think anything beats the battering ram. I, I, like, I'm, I'm really trying to think. Like, even you, you can argue the stomp and then into the figure four. Yeah. Or even if he just stomps them, at least he's kicking the guy. What about yeah. the airplane spin? I mean, that shit sucks, man. Getting spun around. <laughs> <laughs> That'll legit take you out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> That's a shoot finish, bro. <laughs> what about? But like, it's like, but it's like dizzy bat. Like you got to make your way over to your opponent once you put him down, too. You know? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess if you're the guy doing it consistently, you're you're at least gonna like work up a little tolerance to it. Yeah, yeah. Because right. Claudio, like, I don't know how he spins people a hundred times and then continues with the match. It's oh, unreal. On a, but he's on a different level. That guy. He's a fucking yeah. maniac. One of the things that I don't want to ever take. Like, I'm so happy I haven't wrestled against Claudio. <laughs> like, I do not want to take the spin, bro. <laughs> like, I, I've hate spinning since I was a kid. So he, I would instantly throw up. He fucking spun Kali around like 20 times, didn't he? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> oh, That's what I'm Kali, saying. Didn't Kali just use a chop to the head? That's a terrible yes. finisher. Well, there yes. you go. There well, we go. That might be worse than the battering ram, but that's a strike, though. Like, I what's don't know. the uh, what about what's Kali the dude the that used to? Guys. What's the dude that used to take your underwear from you for like a hot? That was minute. one match, dude. And I think I don't think he used stealing underwear as a finish. Phantasmo. <laughs> ah, yes, Phantasmo. Kali's chop. The Kali chop might be a, a shit finish. <laughs> Even though I mean you could you, you could also argue, right? You could like crack fucking uh coconuts open like that. You could crack someone's head open. So it's a so better finish in the there, right? it's it's a better finish in the battering ram. <sighs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> after you said it i couldn't i can't escape it from my head i can't think of another like, like oh. so, eric fried says the big wiggle by norma smiley you guys i don't understand what your guys problem is you guys are naming moves that aren't finishes yeah that's not a finish i don't think no what, what was norma smiley's finish the chicken wing yeah oh yeah 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 and Kali's finish wasn't a chop either. It was a two-handed chokeslam, which was also terrible. So that could still be in the conversation. <laughs> oh, he did a boulder bomb? No, he did like, like the, two. The choke bomb? Them, like a oh, okay, you didn't sit out with it. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, James, the worm is a finish. The worm is pretty shitty. That's and Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, that but that's a also one. a chop. Yeah. <laughs> super over. It's super over. I pop every time I see it, but like as far as a finish, right? He actually just recently finished. I, I think it was Daddy Magic, whoever he did it to in the ring recently. Yeah, he just came uh, back and did it. Yeah. Match, right for Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just he just won with it. Yeah. So, ah oh, man, I don't know if that's shittier than the uh, Bushwhackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the Bushwhackers got it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean I I can't argue that. That's yeah. If, if if while I go down the rabbit hole of wrestling, if I find one, I'll tweet you guys. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. I'll I'll, I'll so read what, uh, 
What are you watching now? What's what is what is what is tickling your fancy? Where you find yourself? Uh, a lot of older stuff, like the early nineties Michinoku Pro stuff. Uh, very early, like uh, uh, Taka went on a run. Taka Michinoku went on a run of like wrestling every guy that was trying to get a job in WWF, like on Shotgun. He wrestled Christopher Daniels one time to Jerry's like debut match in in, in WWE. Um, he had bangers with uh, SA Rios. So I've been like watching a lot of those matches, like cruiserweight WWF, WCW cruiserweight matches, um, all Japan women. I've, I've been going down a, a rabbit hole because all Japan women are just man. They, they were just a special breed of wrestlers. They would go harder than the dudes at times, like just wrecking each other. And I'm like, how these people, how these women walking? I remember seeing Aja Khan because she came to AEW a couple of times, and I was just like. A very few people I get starstruck from, but because I came up watching so much of her stuff, when I finally got to introduce myself, I was very starstruck. But like, she has that grizzled vet walk, you know what I mean? She's just like wobbling like a penguin. And I was just like, <laughs> the fact that she could still walk is yeah. amazing. She took some of the gnarliest bumps in the ring over years and years. Her to Toyota, oh my God. But yeah, just watching old stuff. There's a doc that goes around. I'm sure you can find that on YouTube where, like, the women are training to get into, a, like, you know, pro wrestling in Japan. And they were beating the shit out of these girls, telling them, don't come back. You suck. It's, and okay, the, the yeah. one girl got fucked up. Like, she was fucking something up. And the trainer shot her off and just drop kicked her head off. Like, and she came up and she was busted open everywhere. Yeah, was was busted open. I've, I've seen a clip of that specific, of the yeah. drop kick. Not yeah, the whole documentary, though. Oh, it's out yeah. there. It's, it's just it's insane what they were doing to get these women ready for this shit, man. It, it was absolutely nuts. Absolutely it makes sense. Nuts. Yeah, we'll go watch All Japan Women. It, it makes all the sense in the world because that's what they were doing in the matches. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I, I'll like I'll go back and uh, like YouTube. You'll find gems of like old TV tapings with the commercials and stuff like that from the eighties and the nineties. And I love watching those. I have no idea what they're saying, but I'll watch <laughs> the whole thing. It's, it's great. If you really, if you really want to step up your game and I'm not even joking when I say this, you got to check out. Wow. It's on in syndication. It's on right now. Okay. I know. I know the dude above me fucking hates it. It's fucking bro. Horrible. It'll take you back to, it'll take <laughs> you back to like watching like glow and shit from when, like, like when okay. I was younger, at least. And the wrestling's not the greatest, but my God, for soap opera shit with these girls on the mic talking shit to each other, yeah, it, like it's a guilty pleasure, man. It's fucking I got good. You, you like so the presentation good. more so than the actual wrestling you're saying. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, yeah. like a lot of the wrestling's like they they'll have names. Like you'll watch it and you'll recognize a few of the ladies that are there. But by sure. and large, it's just some it's just some women that just want to be famous, man. And they want to wrestle, and it's okay. it's it, it's fucking it's so. It's charming, and if you accept it for what it is, it's actually like I. It's pretty good. Cool. I know. I know. Handsome Kevin just absolutely <laughs> fucking hates it. It's as charming as a fucking paper cut on your sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a metaphor! <laughs> I, I, I made it. I think I made it twenty minutes. The promos were the promos were shit. The match. Okay. Like, <laughs> I had like, and I almost wanted to keep watching it just to like more ammunition to combat Tony with his okay. shit. But yeah, okay. no, you you get more in, in enjoyment out of watching the glow Netflix. Uh, series than you will watching. Wild. Hey, that was an amazing series. How dare you talk shit about that? Yeah. I'm, I'm sad they canceled it, man. Yeah, yeah I'm pissed off enjoyment. we never got the final season. Yeah, agreed. 
Some bullshit, man. I wanted like, to see uh, fucking Sawyer. What was it? Yeah. The, the, yeah. What was it? Stoya the Destroyer, whatever the fuck her name Stoya was. Stoya the Destroyer, yeah. <laughs> Such a great name. <laughs> I wanted to see yeah. her get together with fucking, uh, what's his name? Mark Madden? Not Mark Madden. What the No. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Marin. Mark Marin. Yeah, Mark Marin, yeah. <laughs> Chavo Guerrero was involved in that show, too. Hell yeah. Shout out to Chavo. It's the man. Fuck yeah. He's the man, the really. Does anyone on the panel want to say anything about Chavo Guerrero? <laughs> Go ahead, handsome Kevin. I'm, this is, I'm, this I'm is friends you. with him, so be careful. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've only had the opportunity to meet him once. I worked a card with him, and he was delightful. There you go, KJG. Your thoughts? Oh, Chavo's a stink. <laughs> <laughs> Most underrated Guerrero that has ever lived. <laughs> Wow. I'll take it. Yeah, I agree. Shit. I agree with everything. Interesting. Very oh interesting. Ortiz, this has been an absolute blast and a pleasure. Fucking amazing, We're so happy dude. that we made this happen and you uh, took time out of your busy schedule of uh, uh, being dad and wrestler and all that oh, jazz yeah. to jump in and and fuck around with us for, for some time. So we greatly appreciate it, man. Yep, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for asking me. It only took like ages, but I finally got on. And uh, yeah, man, it's always a pleasure jumping on with you guys and just having a few laughs, talking wrestling, all that good you stuff. Know, I don't, you know, well, I don't know with with all these big companies and how you know what kind of what kind of uh, hoops I got to jump through to get somebody who's been on the show back on the show before. I I I hate hate impacts pr guy you know who oh is. yeah I fucking hate him he's the only he's the only person who ever sat in on an interview because he wanted to make sure we wouldn't ask the guest donald trump questions because that's the type of podcast we are oh interesting okay i didn't i didn't know you guys were got down with d trizzle like that that's cool uh either did i it's news to me but oh yeah what <laughs> Man, again, I'm like Planet Fitness. No judgment zone, man. It's it's fine. It's okay. And listen, man. I know. I know. Matt says it to you all the time. You got you got fucking open invitation, brother. Anytime you want to come on, shoot the shit. You want to come back next week? Come back next week. We'll do it again. Hell yeah! I, I need to figure out. Man. I need to figure out what's the worst finish now. Now, now I'm kind of intrigued. Please do. Because I, I was drawing a blank, and uh, I, but I'm gonna find. Maybe I can find a worse one than the Bushwhackers. I have I have faith. There, there's some really shitty wrestling out there. there. There has to be like an over person or team that just had the world's worst finish. And Bushmakers might be one of them. Yeah. That's your homework. There you go. <laughs> awesome, man. Ortiz, you're the man. We're rooting for you in 2024. Um, yeah. We're always rooting for you, man. So, uh, you know, when you start uh, hitting the hitting the ground running and you're crushing everything, um, you know, you know we'll be in your corner. Hell yeah, I appreciate it, fellas. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your night. Have a happy new year. And uh, the goon says, have a great 2024. Thank you, goon. Thank you, fellas. (laughs) Happy new year. (laughs) Same to you, brother. Be well. Thanks for joining us again, man. Later. Thank you, goon, could be the name of the episode. I'm going to write that down. I've never, like, I was just cleaning the office before the show, and I opened them. So... That's why they're here. So the way when he was talking about Aja Kong, the way she walks, she does. It's like it's it looks like a very disgruntled lady. But if she's going to have a heater, 
get the fuck out of her way. <laughs> she, she walks much more briskly when she's having a eater. Uh, Matt, uh, Eric Freeds brings up a very good point. When did Ortiz shit his pants? Well, we've had him on before. We've asked him before. No, we haven't. You've asked him that. Matt's asked him that before. No, yeah. No. He was last on in 2019 before these guys went to uh, AEW. Matt wasn't on that shit in your pants roll yet. He wasn't? No. Huh. Sure 100% he didn't ask Santana and Ortiz if they shit their pants. 100%. I think he did. They were in studio. That's definitely some, That's definitely an in-studio question for Matt. No. I don't think he was at the time. Because he looks him right in the eyes. He's like, right. why don't you shit your pants, son? <laughs> shit, shit your I think pants. he did. I don't think he did. He'll, he'll 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 get back to us when he's done uh, thanking Ortiz for his uh, visit. Yeah, I said that was awesome. Thank you. Forgot to ask you what was the last time you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last time you shit your pants is a different question because there uh, it's a lot a lot has changed between now and then. Well, maybe it's a new year. Maybe I'm going to retire the shit your pants question. Ooh, really? What brought this on? Nothing. It's a teaser. You're just gonna have to tune in next time we have an interview. <laughs> I like that. Look, the numbers are been, have been up all night, so I'm I'm fucking loving this. I wish I could have figured out fucking stupid Instagram. Yeah, it's a shame. I'm gonna get it next week. Don't worry. Oh, go get, get it, it, son. Go get it, son. Well, yeah, I think. Uh, do we want to take a little break before no. we come back? Oh, no, I need. Yes, I need, yes. I go. So go take a break. We'll continue. Okay. So yeah, I'll be. I'll be back after this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Gator. Well, later, later, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, Don't mind me. I'm going to sing a song that means nothing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I fucking, I was watching uh, oh, no. bleeps, bleeps, Body Slams. What the fuck was it? Bloopers, the... Bleeps, and Body Slams. I got yeah. it on the wall right there. And fucking Andre singing the fish song. Oh. Fucking roll. Just doing the, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But he's like, ah, oh, next time I'll do the whale song. Dude, how about when the Iron Sheik is introducing his camel and he says Claude? his whole name and then he goes, yeah, what's that in English? Claude. <laughs> did you watch fun. that on the, did you watch that on Peacock or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got the VHS right on the wall there, dude. It's an amazing fucking, so, it's the first ever Coliseum home video, by the way. On the, on the VHS. <laughs> fuck that? He's playing uh, do they do they bleep out uh, in the the wedding in the VHS as well? That I I don't remember any beeps. Okay. What, I, what would they What did they beep out? Ah, uh, boy, it was. God, I can't pull his name now. Who was the What was the fucking guy's you name? Slapped. Slapped. Oh, David Schultz, Doctor D. Yeah. So Doctor D. Dave he pie faced her with the Daughter. cake. Yeah, yeah, but he starts talking, and they bleep out a whole sh- a whole fucking shitload of what he was saying. I, you know what? I, that sounds familiar. They may have bleeped stuff. Because don't forget, this shit went out over Tuesday Night Titans too. This was like live on the. Well, I don't know about live, but this was on the air. What the fuck are we listening to? Kevin's theme song. All of you're gonna get his band, dude. Stop. Uh, all right. Do we wait? Do I wait for Kevin to come back, or do I tell you what Ortiz said? What Ortiz say? Fuck Kevin. Uh, once think, let him go wrestling. back and listen to 2019. 
Once at bar wrestling, wrestling Brian Cage and Jeff Cobb, I ate some Roscoe's chicken and waffles earlier in the day. Didn't sit right. Took a gut wrench power bomb. Couldn't hold it in. Luckily, it was the end of the match. <laughs> now I regret not asking him. Fuck. Yep. yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Listen, I'm not going to uh, lie. I'm going on four hours of sleep, so if we cannot go to 9.30, I wouldn't be upset. Wait, why are you on four hours of sleep? Well, went to bed about 2.30 last night. 8 o'clock this morning, my fucking annoying neighbor decides she needs to sit in her car and watch TV, which is your right outside is, my bedroom window. sucks. It's five and a half um, hours. All right, great. Five and a half hours. Sue me. That's Sue a me. big Set difference. Sit in her car watching TV? Yeah, they, they they do this once in a while. They're weird people. Anything anything good? I don't know. I could, all I fucking heard was the noise. I said, well, ain't getting back to sleep now. Now I'm up. He's up. I'm a little, I'm a little tired. Are you I'm up weird. and at him? No. I am up and no. at them. Are you upset that Kevin Dunn is done with the WWE? Nope. Don't really give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> he got his teeth fixed recently, too, didn't he? Didn't he? Kevin Kevin Dunn? Yes. Who do you think question. I meant? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck him. Retired. Get lost. Hit the bricks. Fuck him. Fuck him. Get out of How here, long Kevin until Pritchard Dunn. leaves? That's a, I don't know. I mean, is he a Triple H guy? Like, are they still working together? Or Sure. As far as I know. Okay. Well, good for him then. Good for I don't want to see him lose then. his job. No, I don't want to see him lose his job, but I don't know if it's a situation where he's like a strictly Vince McMahon guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. I could see that. I could see that though. I don't know if I don't know if Pritchard would want to give up that spot though. That's a nice spot being involved in like, you know, creative and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Serves Pritchard well. All right. I don't know. It's my thoughts. I like your thoughts. Do you want to talk a little Wrestle Kingdom before we do the Wizzy? Since we are picking the Wrestle Kingdom this weekend, I just maybe run down the card for you. I mean, if you want to run it down, I already kind of have a feeling what I'm going to wind up picking anyway. But go ahead for the people, yeah. for you guys. For, well, Wrestle Kingdom 18 is this this Thursday morning, Wednesday night, whatever you want to say it. Not going to lie to you guys, not super excited about it. Well, I am. That's are disappointing. Though- isn't this your? Isn't this your big? Uh- your big slam Show. of the year, right? Yes. Da, da, da. Yeah. On paper, it's there's look, the Sonata Sonata Naito championship match, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be a great match, but there's just the it's the build is missing something. You know, the story is there, but it just feels very like when he won the when Naito won the G one, it was kinda like, All right, Naito's gonna beat Sonata. Like Sonata was a great champion, but I don't think anyone ever really brought into him being a IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Well, nobody thought Evil was the champ either, and then I just remember a certain wizard going around going, everything is evil! It was, well, look, it was all, it was an awesome surprise. He definitely is not. He's, Sonata's Sonata greater than Evil. <clears throat> okay. No doubt. Danielson Okada? I don't know. Kind of feels like it hasn't really been mentioned a lot on AEW TV because they're they're doing a Continental Classic, which is fine. But... Shit. Why would it be mentioned on AEW TV? Fuck them anyway. Osprey Moxley Finley for the inaugural IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Eh. I don't even know yeah. what that is. Is that the old U.S. belt or? 
Like, so it was the that? U.S. belt, and then and then Will Ospreay made it the U.K. belt because he was the champion, and now we have this new title. Okay. Um, I, I, it's just I don't know. It's kind of like uh, uh, Osprey's done in February. Moxley works in AEW, and and the bloom was off the rose on Finley. In my opinion. Okay. Uh, Hiromi Hiromu Despi. Um, we've seen it before. You know, it'd be great if Mustafa Ali shows up afterwards to challenge Hiromu. That would be cool. But the junior division is kind of treading water. Uh, Bishamon won the fucking tag league. They're taking on the Gorillas of Destiny. They're going to unify the IWGP tag titles and the strong openweight tag titles. So let me ask you. So strong is not a thing anymore. No. So Eddie Kingston's strong title is just really just a belt. They, they might use it to promote him to be in the States. But, yeah, New Japan Strong is not a TV show anymore. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, Shingo Tamatanga for the Never Openweight Championship. Uh, uh, sorry. I love Shingo. Somebody. Yeah, Shingo's great. The Tamatanga, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's also the never. The... It's also the never title. So that shit ping pongs more than a ping pong. Wait, what? Um, sh- shooter. Shota Umino and Kaito Kiyomiya against the House of Torture. It's Evil and Renarita. Uh, Suji versus Yuya Yumamura is actually kind of exciting. Tanahashi defending the TV champion against President Hiroshi Tanahashi. No. Goes. No. No. Goes. No. Goes. Zack Sabre Jr. has put his fucking stamp on the wrestling world in 2023, and he has made this New Japan TV champion something that is worth giving a fuck about. If Hiroshi Tanahashi beats him for the title, I'm going to be so fucking... Go Ace! Stop saying Go Ace! Go Ace! With his awesome hair and his His air guitar. sucks. Suck. He should retire. He's a president now. This is... This shouldn't be allowed. Hmm. Go Ace! And then the Bullet Club War Dogs will defend their junior titles against Catch Two Two. No, go ace. He kind of does. Stop like saying this. go ace. Yeah. Stop it. Knock it off. Yeah, like go ace. Got it. Because he goes up. His oh, hair will not be better, Scott George, because he's the president. He should get a fucking haircut if he's the president. How do you like them apples, people? How about he gets a foot job and he may, he does a good job as a president? That's Japan. Huh. Who knows what they're doing over there? They're selling used underoos in the vending machine. Maybe he gets an octopus job. Ugh. They they like the octopus stuff over there, don't they? <laughs> they like the octopus stuff in Minnesota. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> Fucking nanopus. No octopus. What does nanopus have to do with an octopus? Puss. Nanopus is a banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe nanopus likes an octopus. Yeah. Go That's how we get... How... <laughs> <laughs> James what else is, right. is on this show james is right to jerry likes tarantulas <laughs> <laughs> that's the show i just read it i'm trying to not get keep you here on 9 30 but we got to talk about the whizzies no wait, no stardom match for the show. No, uh, no, no Mercedes money. No, no Monet. 
And it's only one night this year. Awesome. Yeah. That means you don't excited. have to miss two days of work or two day two nights of sleep. Yeah, I got to work Wednesday and Thursday, so I got to I'll watch. I'll catch up, catch up somehow, some way. Mm, catch up. That's now what. That's what they say. Would you like some ketchup on your hot dog? <laughs> 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 on that fucking video, uh, Dick Murdoch and goddamn uh, Adrian Adonis are eating hot dogs. And they showed the fucking hot dog water. It was disgusting. Oh my god! True story. They were actually down in the Bowery in Manhattan, and they were just fucking like druggies and fucking winos hanging out everywhere those were like legit people on the street it's wild and mean jeans out there in a fucking tux a interviewing yeah. them <laughs> are you uncle mike <laughs> <laughs> that's my dog old red <laughs> bloopers bleeps and body slams on the network people or on peacock wherever wherever you reside whatever's available Get yourself a VPN or a UPN or a CW, whatever. That's a, that's a lot of different things there. Get you a WB. <laughs> WB. WB. <laughs> Do we? Uh... Yeah, because you know what? If it, it's, what? it's the it's the event of the century to kick off twenty twenty four. Is it not? Are you gonna sing "Stand Back"? Stand back. Who did we say was singing "Stand Back" in the fucking new Pile Driver album? Triple H. Oh, it was that's right. Yeah. Stand back, uh, and that's a factor. (laughs) (laughs) When I was just a boy, uh, a boy, uh, it was a little game. (laughs) Just a little game. All right, what are we doing? We got a graphic. We do. We got so we got the Wizzies. We've never done this before, and this is something that we felt like we should do. It's our year-end awards. Uh, The categories were picked by HK, and then we all voted on them. Um, And we were going to give you the nominees, and then let you uh, sit on it for a week before you uh, (laughs) sit on it, Potsy. Exactly what I was going to fucking say. Before you hear our decisions on these categories, I wish we had. Do we have Wizzy's music? I mean, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> it's so dejected, Tony. Tony just wants to get this over with. So, no, uh, I'm look. I'm looking for music that we can play. I don't. I don't know. The, the Wizzy's. Maybe this. Maybe this. Ooh. <laughs> Why is this called feeding the Ooh. ducks? That's. Uh... <laughs> Oh, here but, we go. Uh, rock. It's time to rock for the Wizzies. That's Dude, gimmick, why? That's gimmick infringement. Hey, this is uh, stop it. Stop that rock. <laughs> rock. Stop that. The Bread Club theme song, you fuck. All right, I'll play this. Whap, whap. All right. No, this music sucks. Fuck this. We don't need music. <laughs> All right, so there are 13 categories in the Wizzies this year. Yes. We're going to start at the top with the best top male. Your cat, your nominees are L.A. Knight, Cody Rhodes, Will Ospreay, MJF, and the tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns. 
<laughs> Top female on the Wizzies this year. We got EO Sky, Rhea Ripley, Chris Statlander, Butt Kenzie Lander. Page, and Jade Cargill. That bitch. That bitch, Jade Cargill. Still, you think she Car-Kill? shows up at the Rumble? She's murdering automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> you think she shows up at the Rumble? Yes. Maybe. Why not? All right. Uh, Wizzy Tag Team of the Year, FTR, Abishimon, Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest, The Acclaimed, and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. These are your nominees for the Wizzy's Pay-Per-View of the Year. Uh, We have Backlash, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, which I don't think is fair because we have to pick a night, no? Or does that no? All, does it it's just WrestleMania. One? Fuck it. Uh, Forbidden Door and uh, Revolution. Uh, the best signees. Uh, we have Adam Copeland, Will Ospreay, Shibata, CM Punk, and Jade Cargill. The best storylines. Uh, the Bloodline versus everybody. Cody finishing the story. Uh, the Judgment Day. The MJF, uh, Adam Cole bromance, and Christian Cage being everybody's daddy. <laughs> Baby. Uh, your best TV show. Uh, it is uh, AEW Dynamite, AEW Collision, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, or Impact Wrestling, soon to be TNA Wrestling. Uh, wait, wait, Booker no of power? the Year? <laughs> no, no power. No power. Power. Uh, he made it. He made it to Booker of the Year. Uh, oh. Booker of the Year. Uh, Billy Corgan, Tony Khan, Triple H, Gato, or Scott Demore. Breakout Wrestler of the Year. Uh, we have Gunther, Jay Uso, Dominic Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, or L.A. Knight. Yeet. Match of the Yeet. Match <laughs> of the Year candidates. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom at 17, Osprey, Kenny Omega, WrestleMania, three-way dance for the IC title, Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, WrestleMania, tag title match, the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, Bound for Glory's Will Osprey versus Mike Bailey and AEW Revolution, MJF and Brian Danielson, 60-minute time limit match, the Needle Mover, Adam Copeland, Roman Reigns, John Cena, L.A. Knight, and CM Punk. Underrated Wrestler of the Year. Nominees are Josh Alexander, Kenzie Page, Roddy Strong, Alex Shelley, and Julia Hart. And the worst angle of the year, uh, XPW's Needle Through a Dick. I had to put an emoji, <laughs> I had to put an emoji there. Uh, the Devil... <laughs> <laughs> the devil. <laughs> what a uh, fucking the, emoji, too. <laughs> the MJF. He's Adam so Cole, worried. Romance. <laughs> uh, the Roddy Strong <clears throat> Adam Cole uh, fiasco. And uh, it wasn't necessarily an angle, but I was. we couldn't think of anything else. Uh, doing cocaine on a pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will vote upon the Wizzies between the four Wizards. And uh, we will announce the first ever... Wizzy's winner next uh, week. Kate says y'all put the same angle up there three times. Yeah, I think so. I think we did with the last picture. Well, yes. Uh, the worst, best, and 
No, I think she means that the the whole Adam Cole and MJF thing was there with the devil and Roddy and yeah, it's like all like. Well, now we we didn't know that fucking when we did the whizzies. So get off my whizzy, man. <laughs> get off my whizzy. What the fuck? Somebody write that down. <laughs> Stand back. <laughs> get off my whizzy. Get off my whizzy. I wanted to have a conversation with you guys before the show started, but we had such a great um, conversation about hand jobs and foot jobs. Yeah. So I'm just going to put it out there now for the universe. Are we doing this KJG, Greg Cherry, Royal Rumble showdown? Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. When do you want to do it? Right. When's the Royal Rumble anyway? January 27th. It's a Saturday well, so we got night. Time. We got nice. time. We only have, we only have two weeks. Okay, that's plenty of time. We got the fucking uh, notebook. <laughs> I got it fucking everything, man. I got calendars. I got notebooks. I went to the Walmart today and buy a new calendar. <laughs> I'm a fucking dork. What do you want from me? I brought new sweatpants. <laughs> what, are you looking for a foot job? No. We got, uh, I, had to, I had to clean out the fireplace a couple weeks ago, and then I, I had to I'd go get rid of the ash and... Uh, and I walked through like sticker bushes and it got all stuck on my sweatpants and they were like destroyed. Like I couldn't, I wasn't going to spend hours picking them out. So I just, what are you nine walking through sticker bushes? It was dark. (laughs) I couldn't see man. He's, he's out there playing army guy with a stick gun. (laughs) So I had to go to the, I went to the Walmart today and I got myself some new sweatpants. All right, man, whatever floats your boat. I hate sweatpants. I found a Chase AEW nice. figure in the wild too, like two Sweet weeks ago. Sweet pole. Sweet pole. Yeah. Which one? I was excited. Julia Hart. No, no, the bunny. Ooh. The bunny. Ooh. So that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exciting. I never, never, it never happened to me before. Never found a Chase oh, in the wild. This is your first. I found, a, huh. I found a Chase Jericho in the wild yesterday. Those are those are everywhere. Those are fucking Walmart exclusives. No, this one came with a casting couch. <laughs> Allegedly. Bazinga. No, Eric Freed's. There are not uh, wizard sweatpants. Thank you, James. I missed the back to school sale in August. I can't wear my fucking uh, my pajama, my bare pajamas everywhere. I'm a very staunch. Uh, pajamas should be wore at the house. If you go out in public in the pajama pants, you should be beaten to death with a fucking rock. Yeah, sweatpants too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on too. that. Sweatpants yep. too. Yeah, jeans, sweatpants. These are for around the house. That's it. Just lounging around the house, sweatpants, and climbing through sticker bushes. Yeah, I wasn't climbing. I was just. It's not nice. Just playing army man. <laughs> was it playing army, army man? man? <laughs> Is that like Alabama man? When I grow up, I want to be like Alabama man. <laughs> Alabama, Alabama man. man. He's big. The people he's in strong, Alabama. He's active. Streetlights on. Are... I gotta go home. People in <laughs> the Alabama people—they are not happy right now, my friends. Fuck them. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of with you. Hey, Al Day will tell you. He'll tell you. He is from Alabama, and he says, "Fuck them." Wow. He's gonna have a fun time. 
He should buy a Michigan hat. That's all I have to oh, say about that. Oh, he texted me already and said, I can't wait to cash in some receipts. Ah, uh, there he is. I'm thrilled. Al Day watching. You guys know Al Day. Well, uh, three of us do. <laughs> Eric Freeze. He's he's Canadian, isn't he? I don't own jeans, sweats outside the house, and no go. Don't you wear shorts all year round up there, you fucking hand job? Wow. You Canadians wear jeans? shorts all year long. It's a known thing. You don't own jeans? No. Who the fuck doesn't own jeans? <laughs> Canadians. You don't own one Eric. pair of jeans? Eric. No. Get some jeans, man. It's going to solve a lot of your issues. What if they're called something else in Canada? What do Canadians call jeans? <laughs> jeans. Denim? No, oh, could be denims, yeah. Oh, maybe denim. maybe the jeans are like formal wear. What is maybe he's Canadian? got no reason to buy them. Jeans and a denim jacket. That's the Canadian tuxedo. I fucking know that. Yeah, but he, it's not like he goes out to weddings or anything. Interesting. And if he does, he's got to go out and buy a Canadian tuxedo. No, it's a me thing. That's so weird. We got to get you some jeans, Eric. So what if well, what if he's not comfortable in jeans? You don't don't force it on him. He doesn't want jeans. He doesn't want jeans. Let the man he live. He needs jeans. He's an adult. If it's a me thing and he's not comfortable in jeans, leave him alone then. You can't force it on the fucking guy. That means his package is getting squished. You got to get some baggier jeans, dude. Yeah, you also wearing socks in the house, Eric? Trump. <laughs> I got a surprise for you, buddy. Guess who's not wearing socks in the house right now? Your wife? I'm man. I thought you were gonna say your wife. <laughs> man, don't you feel great? Do I feel? I feel. I mean, it's not because I don't have any socks on. My feet are a little cold. Oh man. Oh. Eric does wear socks in the house. No jeans. Why are we worried about what Eric's wearing? Eric, gotta, ASL. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ASL. <laughs> Meet me at my hotel. <laughs> What's your aim? Don't bring anybody. You got an ICQ? <laughs> KJG, what kind of meds are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good ones. No meds. No, uh, <laughs> no Brother, you should take some meds, especially if you're traveling. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so the fucking guy who had COVID, the first the first COVID guy said the same thing. <laughs> I'm good. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. <laughs> this asshole's going to get in a fucking tube in four days. <laughs> I'm good. I'm Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, KJG. Kick out, brother. Yeah, kick out. And don't wait till two either. Do it at one, like AEW, like a real man. Is he sleeping? Is he sleeping? Kevin, you sleep? Yeah. No, he's awake. He took a nap. He needs his little nap. He needs his rest, bro. I know he does. Back to work tomorrow. Oh he's yeah, a grown back to boy. the boys. Calling out tomorrow. Get sleep. Who me? No. no. Him? him? Probably not. He who is he? Him who is he? He him. him. The guy down below. I'm good, man. Okay. He's good. See? He's got the hat to pull down real low. I don't know. He's not moving. There we go. Okay. I was worried He's about moving him. a little bit. Oh, there he goes. Have there faith, he goes. bro. He's good. I have all the faith in the world. Yeah, I don't think you do. I just want to make sure he's okay. 
He is. He's doing all right. All right. Um, I do want to take a moment before we wrap this show up to thank every single person in the chat and every single person in the last year who took the time to tune into a show, listen to a podcast, interact with us, join the Discord, uh, buy a T-shirt, join the Patreon. Whatever you did to help uh, support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, uh, I think I can speak for the four of us when we say we greatly appreciate you, uh, and we hope you continue to do so. I also want to say a special thanks to the following people who were guests on the podcast in 2023. Fucking English. Clark Connors. <laughs> Clark Clark Connors, Jossie, Kevin Kelly, Gabby Ortiz, The Animal Bob Anger, Darius Cor- Darius, Darren, fuck my life, Darren Corbin, who's going to be on the game show on Fox. I keep seeing the commercials for him. And I think Selena De La Renta's on the show, too. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Vinny Pacifico, Shepard Alexander, Paul Loria, Bad Luck Fale, Bad Dude Tito, Todd Gordon, Colby Carino, Lance Anouai, Cold Stone, Tim Boston, Bill Sullivan, Savio Vega, Dr. Tom Pritchard, Eugene, Big Cat Bill Williams, Big Opossum, Petey Brown, Alvin Falcone, Stonehenge, Uriah Upton, Shady Natris, Vicious Vicky, Eric Johnston, Al Day, Duke, uh, Ant Money from the Mark Order Podcast, Kate the Great, Kyle from the Apron Bump Podcast. I don't think I forgot anybody. Did I forget anybody? I don't think you did. Uh, anyone who played Can You Beat That? Mike Peterson, Greg Cherry from the Greg Cherry brand. Um, uh, Christian Rocco. Austin Theory. <laughs> That's right. Why do you hold the all record the, for the most times appearing on the show? All the people that showed up at the 12th anniversary show, Alan Funk, Vincent, Crowbar, Yeah. Ugh. You all right? Ugh. Yeah, I had to take a drink of water. Oh. <laughs> but I'm good now. Thanks for checking in with me. This is, look, I could not wait to get back on the show, guys. I missed it the last three weeks. I hope you let me come back next week. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> yeah, so you'll be in the James. list of guests we thank at the end of 2024. <laughs> all right. You think Shiny was Matt Ortiz? James, it's a miracle you've done this for 12 years. I don't know what that means, James. I think he means good job. I think James needs to stop with the fucking cartoon pictures. Put up a real picture of yourself, buddy. That's that's what he looks like, bro. He's a cartoon. He's not a cartoon. Cartoon huh. people don't exist. Dilbert exists. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Dilbert, not, he doesn't exist. And he yeah. can fuck himself. So can Dogbert. How do you like them apples? Huh, all right. Wow. It's kind of harsh, bro. Well, I don't like Dilbert. Dilbert sucks. Dilbert can't still be a thing. But what is your feelings on Dildo? Dildo, number one in my book, with a bullet, buddy. With a bullet? Now, would you give a foot job to a dildo? (laughs) No. First of all, like for practice. No, because there has to be, it has to be, one of the suction cups that dildos. You can't just put a rent. Like, how are you going to? So get one with a suction cup. Oh. It's Hold America. Dildo, Fuck and then yeah. put your feet up. Well, you could put it on like a clamp out in the garage. You're not bringing your dildo to the garage. What's wrong with you? Why not? Because there's all sorts of, you get oil on it. It could get dirty. Cobwebs fall under the car. 
fall under a, the car. Stuck in You're, a rake. People, don't take your rake. Don't take it to the garage, people. Might fall under the car. Sweetie, what are you looking for? Nah, fucking. Matt's feet are sticking out from under the fucking car. Doing foot job practice in the garage again. You wouldn't want your significant other using a dildo that's fallen on the ground of the garage. It's a practice one. It wasn't supposed to be for actual use. Right. Just boil it. Yeah. Besides, you you want some oil on it. Get Nelly. Get. I don't think you do. Yeah, you want it slick. You don't want to dry for a job. Come on now. Al wants to know if that's what uh, you were looking for in the sticker budget. <laughs> I'm the Alan guy. He's funny. <laughs> He's my <laughs> island boy. I'm going to remember this, and then I'm going to send you into the sticker bushes next time you're here. You're not even going to know You're going to send happening. me into the sticker bushes? Yes. Yeah. I'm not even going to tell the, you. I'm just going to be like, hey, go over the there and grab something for me. fuck do you got to send me into the sticker bushes? I'm sending for? everyone. Maya oh, everybody's scrap. going? All right. Who's Maya Scrap? <laughs> My kid Maya came up with <laughs> Yes. <laughs> My kid Maya came up scrap? with that. A P would have the line down on the other side, double T. That's how letters work. That's not a P. That's a Q. No, but you yeah, said it's... Maya Scrap. It's Maya Scrack. Who's Maya Scrack? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> is this something your kid came up with, talking to that yes. fucking tree in your front yard? <laughs> no, dude. We, we were. Pl- I'm telling you, we were playing uh, Jackbox, and that was one of his names, and I really laughed hard, so I brought it to you guys. Oh, good. Thanks, My Dad. <laughs> now, now, Al wants to know why you're sending everybody into the bushes to look for the marital aid. <laughs> We're gonna make it. A, it's it's like bob, it's like bobbing for apples, but at my barbecue. Everyone Ew. gets really drunk and they Ew. have to go retrieve the dildos from the sticker bush. You with your you mouth. Re- as I said, you have to retrieve it with your with your mouth or your feet. But <laughs> what do you have to retrieve it with? I'm just gonna. <laughs> There's a whole point system. Okay. More creative, more creative, the more points. What if it's a two-point conversion pickup? How many points is that? Oh, man, that's gold. like going for gold there, buddy. <laughs> Marking out, Dilbert is a god. James says Dilbert is the battering ram of cartoons to me. Ugh, Tony Fear, gross. What? Your feet are gross. What? I'm waiting for Kratzo to, to put that up as a still. Kratzo? <laughs> All right, are we done? I was waiting on you, but you just kept going and going and going. You're like the Energizer Bunny. No, Al's, Al's coming with the zingers. I don't want to interrupt a man while he was at work. We should have him on the show sometime. Definitely. <laughs> and maybe that Definitely. Duke guy, too. I like Duke. He's got yeah, a great Duke's voice. Fun. Yeah. He ain't bad. He ain't bad. Um, I I saw something before we wrap up. While we we were recording Patreon bonus content, um, when will the Deadpool episode be dropping? Oh, it dropped yesterday. All right. Any teasers? Uh, yeah. Handsome Kevin was the fourth this year. I didn't. I didn't. I don't care about him. <laughs> about the what? Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> What? We fuck. What? 
I'm a friend. I, 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 huh? Yeah, what a yeah. dick. Yeah. I'm a great friend. Kevin was in the death pool this year. He was yeah, not in No, the like death somebody pool. picked him to die? No, he picked 10 people. He was the fourth oh. player this year. Did you any of you did either of you guys pick me or, or KJJ? No. Why would we do that? You cool. Did either of you pick each other? No. Oh. Family members? No. What? No, no, no. We're not complete ghouls. I mean, come on now. Right. Oh, and it, it has to be a celebrity, does it not? I mean, I don't who, fucking know. Who do you think was the worst person picked? The worst person picked? No, not you. Meg, I'm, I'm asking. Meg the Stallion. It wasn't my ass crack? <laughs> Oh, uh, my ass crack. Ah, I got it. Man. Yeah, finally. Wait, clicked. you didn't get it before? No. I didn't get it either. <laughs> HK, you got it. Right away. <laughs> but it is kind of a thinker. Yeah. More like a dumper. <laughs> who, do, who, do you think, who do you think was the, uh, the surprise pick or the worst pick? Or... Oh, boy. I, see, there's so many of them that were picked that I didn't know. Like, I think, yeah, all, like, I think Vince Vince really went off the rails. Yeah, he went off the rails. I was really surprised he picked Nicocado Avocado as his second pick. Sorry, I brought this up. Yeah, and well, I, you wanted to know. Yeah, there was there was a lot oh, of oh yeah, there was a lot of strange like I say, just people I had never heard of before, and I was like, all right, <laughs> got it. Next one, like Stop you were, it. Like yeah, it's a great, it's a, it's a good episode. It dropped Sunday, uh, inconclusive breakdown, my boys on the Shiny Wizard Network. Yeah, Stop it. you're Stop in the dog it. pound now. Woof woof. You got that one? Woof. No, I don't. Well, you should get that one. It's a good one. I was trying to get, I was trying to get Welcome Back Douchebag <laughs> for you, but I couldn't find a good version of it. <sighs> Are we done? Uh, Can we go? Marking out just got it too. He's a little disappointed in himself. More disappointed him as well. <sighs> All right, I'm pressing Doug. this button. All right, Big Ben, thanks. Uh, we'll be back next week with another humdinger of an episode. Be sure to tune in. Remember, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh, and if you're on our YouTube channel, please remember to like all the videos. Uh, we're putting out little snippets, too. So if you just want to watch the Ortiz interview, it's there on our YouTube, youtube.com slash the Wizards pod, the Shining Wizards. Snip, snip. Goise. <laughs> Do it. Fucking goise. Goise. Oh, and Diana, she was a great guest. Thank you, Diana. Yes. Thank you. I was wondering when I was going to come up. Thank you, Ma Dukes. All right, I'm pressing I'm going to take the Undertaker's chaps off. This has been a production of the Shining Wizards Network. Executive producer is Manny Kradzo. Our producers are Danny Russoniello, Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, Hi Five, Tom, Ryan Schwann, Brendan Haney, Mike Peterson, Al Day, Kathy Hummer, William Mercier Jr., Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III, Keith Parker, and S.J. McDonald. Special thanks to all our assistant producers as well. For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Good.